0: here we are video game console generation 9 the generation of streaming to and from everywhere subscription services and now quadruple a games that's right ubisoft's skull and bones his rise from the ashes has been so successful it will be the first quadruple a game and will clearly become a tentpole in ubisoft's lineup This is part of Eve's Gamble's decree. Now it's time for your hosts, Rob Roberts, Jamie Summers, and Loki to tell you more about this and more of two weeks of gaming news. Starting right now on the show, where every gamer has a voice.
1: Hello, my friends out there on the internet. Welcome back to another week of the show where every gamer has a voice. It is Orange Lounge Radio. And a special shout out. For our voiceover guy, Jason, who does those intros for us every single week and just dropped 4,000 bits in the chat. That's a lot of bits. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you to everybody who's getting that hype train going because we do tape live every Sunday night at the Voice Geeks Network, twitch.tv slash vog network, usually right after the Bobby Blackwolf show at 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. But Bobby Blackwolf has the night off for another social engagement but we're all here i am rob roberts of course and my pals that join me every week the one and only dark sakura or jamie summers
2: i hope both teams lose
1: <laughs> i hope taylor swift wins i think <laughs> i'm sure everybody's making that joke but you know that's 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 where i'm at uh,
2: yeah I, I i could not give
1: two shits about her um what was i gonna say uh Swifties, oh. i
2: don't like her music <laughs>
1: Here's here's what I really wanted to say. Uh, you and I had a very lovely—I don't want to say anti-Super Bowl brunch, but very lovely, um, peaceful. We peaceful, had a superb owl. We had a peaceful alternative this morning. <laughs> we had a brunch, and that was very lovely.
2: We 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 had a superb owl brunch. That's right. We sure did. We ate
1: owl. In a place actually. with no TVs. No, <laughs> yes, I thought that was a great idea to find a place with no TVs. And have brunch there. It was it was great. The only thing that would have made it better would have been drag brunch. But all the drag bunch, brunch places have TVs, so you know. Yeah, it is what it is.
2: I only just wish that I had brought something for my tummy, <laughs> but otherwise, I think we had a delightful uh, a breakfast, brunch, lunch, yes, yes. footage, and, and shopping at the glamorous
1: Joann's. Yeah, here's the <laughs> here's the part Dark Soccer maybe doesn't want to tell you, but. She, she, mommy got wine drunk or mimosa drunk in this case and uh hibiscus drunk needed needed a little escort over to joanne's to walk around a little bit and uh work off some of that uh cranberry hibiscus uh champagne uh that she was a nice
2: prosecco it was a nice prosecco it was good yeah no and i've 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 made no secret of this that ever since gastric bypass Mm -hmm. like if i have any alcohol i'm like insta drunk yeah one thing that people don't know is if it's hard liquor i sober up really quickly if it is something bubbly like a champagne Mm -hmm. or even some wines Mm -hmm. nah uh, it's gonna last because those bubbles are going to revitalize the alcohol in my system. I think I, that's the, that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it.
1: I also have a low alcohol tolerance. I have not had the same procedure you had, but I'm a, i I've noticed it ever. Since, well, I've always been lightweight, like even in college. But um, I uh, had my gallbladder taken out a few years about 10 years no longer than that shit probably like 15 years ago actually at this point and when that came out like my alcohol tolerance dropped significantly i don't know what the correlation is but Mm -hmm. yeah it's been kind of interesting well it's
2: the thing is that the gallbladder is not you know a useless uh part of the body it does a lot to regulate your digestion yeah so without it you know your your digestion's gonna suffer
1: but that is why I did not consume Mimosa. I stuck with my uh, poison of choice, coffee. <laughs> and, uh, I had
2: coffee too. That probably that. helped yeah, yeah, or true. hindered.
1: True, true. Anyway, uh, let's say hello to somebody, unfortunately, I didn't have brunch with today, but maybe in the future, let's say hello to Techmaster Loki. Hello. Hi, Loki. How are you?
3: Good. Um, sorry for the delay in the punchline for the joke uh, for the Ubisoft uh, quadruple-A um, the extra A stands for abuse, as in the unaddressed abuses by Ubisoft oh, oh, in their not uh funny. Now, upper management. I,
1: I was laughing because I thought you meant like financial or wallet abuse. I didn't think you were going to the dark place with that, so all right. Okay. Yikes. All right. Well, we'll get to that story and much more later on. Actually, first, what I want to address, I want to address something that you know came up or didn't come up, as the case may be. We did not have a show last week, and this was unexpected. And it's really funny because some people told me the that morning, like, hey, you didn't have a new show on the feed. Is everything all right? And it's like, no, here's what happened. So um, for those that weren't aware, because it was a week ago now at this point, but California had some pretty gnarly storms. For California, I always have to quantify it with that because people on the East Coast see the rain totals here and they're like, that's nothing. Remember, we're built a little differently. We're built to tolerate earthquakes, but not hurricanes. So
2: (laughs) everything here is plywood and mud.
1: Yeah. So the storms, uh, unfortunately, we had a show ready to go. Everything was set up and the power went out at my place around 330. And it did not come back up until here's the funny thing. Six ten. So ten minutes after Bobby's Jeez. show ends, and it, we should have been on, the power comes back on. But punchline to the punchline, it went out again nine minutes later. So even if we had like tried, like I've been like, oh, rally the troops, let's go live, it would. By the time we actually went live, it would have gone off again, and it didn't come back until God, probably like ten o'clock at night. So it was it was pretty late when it came back on. Um, you,
2: so you know it's funny. Hmm. now of course i i personally i had the migraine to end all migraines um That's a bummer. but yeah it, it was bad um but dan bless him went out to go get me food from the habit which i was seriously craving the the uh, temporary green beans they have mm, yummy and um i'm wearing flannel by the way chat just to say hello to our chat um who's discussing about breadnecks and wearing flannel anyway um my uh my neighborhood according to dan as he left our neighborhood the entire neighborhood was had no power except for my my block
1: lucky you lucky you and
2: we had some flickers like the other day my uh my computers blinked off mm. both of them did so
1: oh yeah we had a we had a brown out or two so um before the big power outage so it was just it was just a nasty day all around and you know what can you do? I here's the here's the thing. I was asking for it because I logged onto the OLR Twitter for the first time in shit. I don't know how long, but it's been a while since I've logged in. And uh I had some messages to catch up on. I was like, oh maybe I should like actually use this. Um but y'all know how I feel about that website. But for mm. for the sake of promoting OLR, I just suck and it penguins? up and log in. Yeah, and Penguins. And um I I uh I had just tweeted, I put out a thing that said, Hey, I hope you all will join us for our one thousandth episode that's gonna be on April seventh, I think was the original projected date. Uh and what what guest do you want to see? You know, just some type of you know tweet to just make people aware, hey, we're hitting a really huge landmark in early April. And just just to be clear, we're talking behind the scenes about what kind of special thing can we do. Don't expect anything big. We're not going to, I'm not seeking a big name to come on the show or anything like that. Um, maybe some blasts from the past in our little family and so forth. That would be delightful. But um, I'm not uh, trying to aim for getting Reggie Fizame or something. Um, I really enjoyed how we did the 20th anniversary show where we really made it a celebration of us. Uh, and I, I think that will be great um so we there's some ideas out there and i think you all will enjoy what we end up cooking up for episode 1000 which will now be april 14th because i had the audacity to tweet that we, our thousandth episode would be april 7th so god said i'll show you bitch and pulled the plug so now we're, now <laughs> that, we're, we're that, delayed.
2: the more conservative version of that is man plans god laughs,
1: <laughs> exactly so, uh, but it, we we really can't delay that another week because, unfortunately, if you get into April 21st, now we're at Dark Soccer's birthday weekend. And, she really and wants this bitch to, will be at Disneyland. Yeah, she wants to get the hell out of town, which I don't blame her. Um, so,
2: yeah. Like, this is me. I'm on Big Thunder. Ah! <laughs> I'm surprised you're not taking How was a- your gaming week? My gaming week was, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm
1: surprised you're not. Taking the opportunity while you're down there to swing by universal and go to Mario world. Because I was just thinking, I still haven't been to Why Mario would I world.
2: support the company that supports the Harry oh, Potter theme that's park? Right. I
1: forgot you were doing that. And that whole thing. All I right. mean,
2: I might, but uh, to be honest, a Disneyland completely trumps Nintendo world. Maybe I'll do them both. Yeah. Who knows?
1: I, you know, do, do a little bit about. Yeah. So,
2: but I mean, but at the same time, if I had to choose one or the other, Disneyland will always win.
1: Yeah.
4: Fair enough.
2: And especially since I'm extra supporting Disney for uh, the next uh, MCU bringing in one of my favorite Marvel characters, Sabra. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. And I want all the haters to shut the fuck up. It's a comic book character.
1: Is this one of the movie trailers they showed during that little little television televised ball I kicking They game?
2: announced this like a couple weeks ago.
1: Oh, okay. I wasn't aware. I just know a lot of people are very excited about the trailers during the ball kicking game. Uh, Deadpool. They, they have posted them. I see them on our Discord. Good old Tiger Claw is always on it on our Discord over at VogNetwork.com slash Discord if you want to join us throughout the week. Uh, I did, that was, I will say, Tiger Claw was actually the first to put in front of my eyes the trailer for Wicked. Now that got my attention because you know this gay loves a little musical theater. Okay. So <laughs> the fact that Wicked is coming to the big screen with Ariana Grande at that. Very excited. So it looks like To this like, day, I've
2: a, only ever read the book.
1: Yeah, it looks like it has a killer cast. I don't know how I feel about them and of splitting course, it into two movies, though. The
2: sequel, Son of a Witch.
1: All right. Um, anyhow, let's get into our show for tonight. We're gonna do a little something new tonight. I figured why not? We've we, you know what? We're nine hundred and ninety-two episodes in. Let's do a new segment. We've never done this before. So we're gonna try a new segment. you ready game for tonight. Jared all. All right. So let's do it. Tonight's segment we're going to do is, and by the way, something weird is going on with the website vognetwork.com tonight. I've been getting a lot of timeouts and stuff. So the bar that you see on the right side as you're watching us live on Twitch, it may be a little bit out of sync or take forever to move. It's just, yeah, there it goes. Finally, I hit the button like 60 seconds ago and now it just moved. So just, I'm I'm aware it's some weird blip. I'm sure it's just some, you know, the internet is crying due to the football game happening on the television all right but tonight what we're gonna do i'd like to bring up some of the articles we would have talked about on last week's show because remember we were we were ready to go we had a show roll we had the bump we had our story everything you know by the time 3 ro- 30 rolls around the show is usually pretty locked in save any like super last breaking last minute breaking news which there actually was a little bit last week that kind of spills into tonight but we'll, don't worry i know it. I know there's that big thing y'all, every fucking buddy's talking about. We're going to get there, okay? But first, let's revisit last week and play a little word association. So I'm going to read a headline that we would have talked about last week, and I would like Dark Sakura, Loki, and chat to react with one-word responses to sum up your thoughts on the article. here we go okay the first story we would have talked about is over 500 studios are currently developing or working on live service games barf (laughs) (laughs) why barf loki (laughs)
3: Because all of the live service games that, it, like, m- the majority of the live service games that come out are garbage. Uh, like, they, they're absolute
4: trash.
2: Dark Sakura, one word. I said, cool. Wait, what? As in, cool, period. Oh, cool. Oh,
1: like, cool story, bro. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yay. <laughs> that would be my other word, Yay um good for them
1: my word would be I'm using a hyphenated word I'm being fancy I'm gonna say Mm -hmm. self-harm self-harm is my word um don't do it no don't do it and I don't mean to glamorize or do anything like that the reason why I choose that word I think you should be able to figure that out is that this is this is how the industry namely boardroom people are choking themselves under all this. And this is going to come up again later in tonight's show and just the the horrible misdirection I think is happening within this industry because everybody's chasing a dollar. But anyway, I've used way more than one word. So here we go. Um the next word or sorry, the next article for a word. The video game Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League was pulled offline for about an hour due to a Bug that basically broke the into- oh no the the bug would immediately break the or excuse me beat the game early on so it was basically a game breaking bug that would instantly beat the game uh but it should be noted this was patched before the game actually mm-hmm. released uh for the U S but by the time it released in New Zealand which was a little bit earlier this bug was out there so one word reactions <laughs> to that dark soccer I hear you <laughs> snickering so I'm picking on you first
2: speed run
3: <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs>
2: Speedrun. run. <laughs> okay,
1: I like that. All right, Loki. Same same word or what? What do you have? I,
3: I was going to say the same one, but I, I'm going to say kind of going back to that first story. I roll.
1: Um, my word would be pigpen, and the reason why you remember the character from Charlie Brown. Pig pen. Yeah. Who had that little fart cloud that, that followed around him. him. Exactly. That's this fucking game. It has a little fart cloud around it, wherever it goes. That is, that is my word. All right. Next story. Um, mm. Was the mobile exclusive MMO avatar, the reckoning canceled. Uh, apparently there were some strategic adjustments by the developer arcasaur, uh and avatar as in the movie the series all that avatar reckoning uh potentially canceled
2: oh you mean the blue people okay yes
1: yes that um so one word
4: reactions to that loki so (laughs) okay Dark sakura looking forward to it that's not a word that's not that's not one word
2: no i'm
1: i I said my word was sad oh sad okay i'm sorry it didn't come through it didn't come through (laughs) i was gonna taser you for using more than one word all right um
2: it's a run it's a run-on sentence with no punctuation or spaces which means i'm really pissed off about it because i neglected to use any of those things that i always use um apathy
1: is my word it's less avatar it's less i mean avatars fine i want to play the um console game but it's just mobile mmos don't usually do it for me what
4: i have
2: i have the game do you really not not the reckoning one but i have frontiers of pandora oh that
1: that i would like to check out actually it's
2: it's pretty i bet i bet it's just it's it's i call it linearly open world Mm mm-hmm like when you get into do story stuff, mm-hmm. it's pretty linear, but you've got free reign to explore so
1: uh by the way, I'm just looking at some of the quest uh- co- words in chat. this is great questbuster Questbuster says spaghetti, and yeah, Jason says unobtainium <laughs> all right. let's move on. The next headline we would have talked about uh has to do with Niantic. And apparently they are working on a game for the Apple Vision Pro that is a skateboard game called Skate Tricks. Um, apparently it is some type of uh, augmented reality game where you would skate around uh, like endless skate park elements. Um, I would have had a lot to say on this because I think I know how it's leveraging the scanning technology that Ingress and Pokemon Go use. But I'm going to just stick to a word. Um My word for this would be curious. That's my word. Curious. I think it's self... I'm curious, but I'm not, like, totally convinced. But that's my word. Um, Dark Sakura,
4: your word.
2: My word's an acronym. (laughs) (laughs) NDA.
4: Okay. Loki? Cool.
3: (laughs) I mean, the video looks cool. Like, honestly, like, the video, it's it's like... um... The best way to describe it would be, like, you know how, like, when you're a kid, you, like, kind of imagine, you know, like, you know, like, especially on car rides and stuff, like, oh, I am jumping off the hill and stuff like that, you know, it it's like that, but, like, in real life, like, you can skate on your desk, you can skate on, you know, they showed in a washing machine, you know, on a, on a bookshelf, you know, it's just all sorts of, like, crazy stuff. Looks cool. I don't know.
1: All right. Our next headline for one word reactions is that there is a collaboration happening between destiny two and mass effect. Uh, That's right. Some inspired uh, dress ups from mass effect will be coming to destiny two on February 13th. That's cosmetics in game items uh, like N seven armor. Of course, apparently a Garrus set for hunters, a Liara set for warlocks. And uh, yes. Um, that's 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 it. So uh, some cosmetics and stuff for Destiny 2 inspired by Mass Effect, which, of course, is a game. Uh, we have gone on and on and on and on at length about about how much we love it here on this show. Well, at least Dark Soccer and I. So that being said, Dark Soccer, I'll go to your word first. <gasps> <laughs> All I heard was like half a yawn coming through.
2: <laughs> that's what I give it half a yawn. That's my word. Uh, Loki, I don't give a shit about Destiny 2.
3: I would say nostalgia bait.
1: You're going to have to spell that B A T E and make up a new word if you want that to be one word. <laughs> nostalgia No, bait. no
2: hyphen. If you could have a hyphenated word, so can Loki. Fine. All right. Um, I'm calling you on that one. <laughs> okay. Then, then
1: fine. I'm going to use another hyphenated word. <sighs> Reinstalling.
2: That's a single word.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, we have a, two more, two more. Oh, okay. This one's fun. This is uh, the story we would have talked about. Finally, the wireless guitar controller coming out for Rock Band 4 and Fortnite Festival is what this is planned for. The Riffmaster. uh PDP uh, is the company that's making this, and there's a Series X, and S version, and Xbox One, and then there's a PS4 and a PS5 version. So uh, that was also on our list for last week. So one-word reactions. Uh, Loki, you first.
3: Goodwill. Because, <laughs> honestly, you could probably find these instruments already at Goodwill.
1: Uh, my word would be ozone. <laughs> Dark Sakura, what's your word?
2: Okay. That would be okay. Ended with an bang.
1: <laughs> Uh SSGO one hundred Matt has contributed the word landfill. <laughs> in chat,
3: <laughs> there you go. Love it.
1: <sighs> I mean, in like it's it, here's the sad thing. Like I do miss the plastic instrument stuff, and it would be fun to play like once or twice, and like remember the fun. But then after that, it's like, oh, here's this bullshit taking up space in my room again. All right. One more. Here's, here's the last one. This is great. Now, remember, this was last week's stories. And the headline we would have talked about last week was two video game leakers have said a Nintendo Direct presentation is coming this week.
3: Wrong. In- including-,
1: <laughs> <laughs> including, and I'm naming them, uh, Special Nick. Who mentioned this on Nintendo Prime's YouTube channel or whatever, and a reliable leaker named Bill Bill Coon uh who posted a message on Twitter about it so um and of course we already know the punchline that 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 turned out not to be true. We did not have a Nintendo direct last week, so Loki's word is wrong, Dark Sakura, what would your word be whatever my word would Should be, be. <clears throat> my word would be. <clears throat>
4: As
3: to say, unreliable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. I want to see if anybody in our chat over twitchtv slash network had a. Uh, I agree
2: with Mike. Yeah, being LMAO.
1: Yeah, LMAO. Quest. Maybe they're confusing clickbait.
2: companies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe there was from an. Yeah,
3: boy. It's like it's like your 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 mom you know your mom telling you like oh there's a Nintendo Direct this week. Mom, that's just that's Sony. Isn't that all the same? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all Nintendo. There's a new Nintendo coming. Haven't you heard? Mom, it's a PlayStation.
3: That new Nintendo show, Halos, coming for season two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're making another Super Mario movie. I saw it on Access Hollywood.
3: Although I say I say that now, and you know, who knows? And in the very future, we could get you know. A Nintendo Halo or something. Yeah, who knows?
1: Yeah, well, okay. Well let's <laughs> let's well let's talk about that actually. So there's been a lot of rumors going around this week. This is <sighs> okay, I'm gonna just pitch it to Loki. I have thoughts. I wanna let Loki start us off. Uh I'm pretty sure any of you that follow video games closely are well aware about these rumors and maybe you've been waiting for our take on it. I don't know, but let's jump in and talk about what in the actual fuck is happening with Microsoft and Xbox? Uh,
3: I think, like, here's the thing. It's like a, a lot of people are, like, blowing this way out of proportion, I feel. Like, they're, like, overreacting to it. Basically, that Microsoft is looking to publish some of their games on multiple platforms other than just the Xbox. So, for example, um, the rumors are that Indiana Jones, The Great Circle, and Starfield... Um, are coming to the PlayStation 5. And then, of course, there's also um, the Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves is coming to, um, I believe, PlayStation and maybe even um, uh, the Switch. Which, I mean, for Starfield, that makes sense because I don't know if it's sold as well as they thought it would. Um, and they've talked about in the past how they want to kind of... Um, Offer you know, multi platforms especially for like call of duty and all that um, this is,
1: I just want to call out one quick parallel. This is actually with Starfield. It would make a lot of sense to release it on PlayStation Five and I know yeah, Xbox fanboys have their opinion i don't like i'm I'm looking at this not being being a fanboy of video games in general and not attaching myself uh on the hill with one particular console. It makes a lot of sense to release Starfield on the PS5 because the reality is the game is not meeting the expectations it originally, you know, despite your personal feelings about the game or anything like that, this game, I don't, I don't know if I would, it would be accurate to say it flopped, but it definitely was made out to be a lot bigger deal than it actually is. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Diablo three got a huge boost after its PC release and its initial kind of, crash and burn with the real monkey real money, excuse me, auction house and all that stuff. But you had it
3: right the first time real monkey <laughs> auction house.
1: Um, it, it had a rough ride at the beginning there, but when it re-released on consoles with the additional expansion pack and all that, and had the console release, that's when the game started to get a lot of steam and found another life. It's releasing Starfield on PlayStation five would allow people to be able to approach that game with fresh judgment After the patches, after these fixes, after the work Bethesda's trying to do to improve the game and possibly breathe a second life into this game. So honestly, I I think this is actually a great fucking idea if they're going to release Starfield on the PlayStation 5 um Questbuster in chat says starfield is not generating the kind of hype uh that its predecessors did even some modders wrote it off because of how it was designed yep pod culture says worked oh. for no man's sky and you know you could draw the parallel there about no man's sky was a playstation exclusive it that's launched true. on other consoles and it you know got a second wind in part because of that, i mean of course all the it yeah, helped too but
3: and, and that's kind of the same thing what's happening with this allegedly is that there the rumor is that they're working on the port, and that's supposed to come out after the Shattered Space DLC, which comes out later this year. So it would almost be—I can almost imagine it coming out like almost a year later yeah. than the initial release. Which you have a lot of these timed exclusives, and yeah, it's a little strange that company that a first-party company is publishing on other platforms. But is it really though? Because you have Sony publishing, you know, MLB the Show on xbox and that that's kind of strange um and you know you've got you know of course minecraft is on all the platforms you know and that's a microsoft company as well it's not so unusual nowadays that to, to see something like that what i think people are pushing it too is they're like well well if all the exclusives now go to sony then then what's the point of me buying an xbox you know i, I think you're jumping the conclusions there However, though, there are some – I think there is something to this because uh, Phil Spencer announced that there's a business update ne- event next week that's supposed to, like, address this stuff. <laughs> so I'm wondering what that means necessarily. Um, so sh- we'll have to wait and see, I guess.
1: I, I don't know. I, a part of me thinks he shouldn't have done that. I mean, you know, y'all know that I usually think Phil Spencer does a lot of great I, – I think that might have been a bad decision because now, like, things are spiraling – Out of control on the internet this week. And much of it is self-inflicted. Like, you know, all these YouTubers that are big Xbox fanboys that are throwing actual fuck. Oh my god. I have... Y'all, between the Super Bowl and these fucking YouTubers getting their clicks, I have never seen so many straight men with unwashed assholes be so dramatic in my entire fucking life than they are being over the fact that an xbox fucking game might release on switch and ps5 you have got to be kidding me with this fucking theatrics you drama queens
3: it's just it's it's just like what are we doing here like it's it you're not taking like stop treating everything like sports teams these are game consoles these are corporations they don't they don't care what your opinion is on this. It's well, whatever so makes business sense to are them. Corporate. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying they, but, like there's everything, it's like politics, game companies, sports. Like everybody is like, "Oh, I got to root for one side and your side sucks." And it's like, "Who cares?" Well, and people mean, also get
2: off on the whole exclusivity thing. You know, like, "Oh, I have this system and I can play this and you can't." That, it's um, it's very that's not for you
1: to decide. it's very are bad. they like
3: a kindergartner i mean like honestly like who cares it's, like on it
1: i'm i'm gonna paraphrase something that bobby uh, black wolf who's on before us wrote on social media that i thought was very succinct it put it very succinct not everybody can afford to buy every video game console those of us that own more than one console are you know privileged in a way to be able to do, do that and own that Not everybody can spend the money. So people buy the console that they decide, they choose, they weigh the options, they buy the console, and they want to be right. They want to make sure they made the right decision and that all the right. So if you're somebody who, you know, maybe doesn't have a ton of money and you invested in Microsoft and Xbox, I can see where this news is very jarring because you wanted to be right and you trusted Microsoft and gave the money and all this stuff. And now, you know, according to the internet, the world is melting But something very important, very important. These are all still rumors. And that's why it's weird for me to even talk about this because literally this week, according to what Phil Spencer said, we're going to get some clarity and then we can actually talk about it. Because right now, all of this is smoke, mirrors, clickbait, speculation, and and internet gone wild. (laughs) And
2: I also will say this. Um, I'm going to use uh, an, an analogy that I've been heard many times: mm-hmm. is that um, opening a pie for other people to have some doesn't diminish your own slice of pie. That's right. It just means everyone has pie.
1: Um, yeah, and, and, and SSH 100 Matt just points out the, and this is very fair. Sony influencers no better because when PlayStation games went to PC, we saw these same theatrics going on. But it should be pointed out. Sony had the sense to put their games on PC, which, you know, the vast majority of that is running on a Microsoft platform. So Sony has released games on a Microsoft platform. Mm-hmm. Think about it.
3: Well, and here's the thing, too. It's like you are complaining about people getting a chance to play Starfield. Like.
1: You should be glad somebody still wants to play it. To be <laughs> like, exactly. It's like,
3: it's like, oh, No. <laughs> What what's next Are they gonna publish redfall on the playstation as well i mean like it's who cares it's not that it's it's not a skyrim that's for sure it's pretty underwhelming and like sure i'm sure the indiana jones game will be great i don't think it's gonna be like whoa this is the best game ever i need to buy an xbox for this it's gonna be all right it'll be probably on par with the wolfenstein games but like I just, I really don't see what the point is of, like, arguing about this. It's such a stupid thing. If they're not saying, like, hey, the next Halo game we're publishing is going on Sony's platform as well. Then maybe you can get a little upset. But then, once again, just because somebody gets to play it on Sony's platform doesn't mean it takes away from you. And, hey, maybe there's cross-play. Now you get to play with some of your friends that have a Sony PlayStation instead of just your Xbox friends. Like, oh, no now we'll have more fun that sounds terrible like mm-hmm. I, I don't understand and people are
2: from the chat room you can have cake or pie or you can have cake pie
3: um, just get pc and wait uh i want to <laughs> play get a- everything or
2: do what i do have a mac
3: i've
1: got to reply and then you won't play anything no, i'm just kidding, um, I'm kidding. no <laughs> obvious no plus, i had to take the cheap shot come
2: on <laughs> i can play lots of stuff
1: i know especially
2: I know. now with game porting kit i can pretty much play anything
1: well and On a serious note, I know you do a lot of streaming with cloud gaming, and I think if you really want to look forward, which I think in part, you know, again, we don't know until Microsoft actually fucking clarifies it, but I think there's a lot Microsoft wants to do with cloud gaming. We know that. We've known this. Microsoft may be thinking and starting to telegraph a world that doesn't have consoles in the way that we're used to knowing it. they've they've said a long time ago game pass is where it's at that's what if you're buying a game pass subscription through your samsung tv that runs a game pass app guess what microsoft still wins if Mm. by some grace of god there is a game pass app that lets you play cloud games on your PlayStation Five on the Xbox thing, a literal Netflix library that Xbox is running, but it's video games on your PS Five. If that should come to pass, Microsoft wins. So there is. And I'll be
2: technical. Hmm. The games that I play through the GeForce Experience, mm-hmm. they're technically being run off of virt- off a of virtual PC. Yeah. So. So.
1: But I I really think it's really about cloud, to be honest. Um, but I want to respond to this comment in chat because I think this is important. It's, it's, it's up a little ways, but it's been on my mind for a minute. Where Tiger Claw said, uh, if that happens, Sony and Nintendo will have to release their games on other platforms too. Well, first things first, nobody has to do shit. It may put some pressure on Sony... I think Nintendo, the, Nintendo,
3: <laughs> Nintendo doesn't have a streaming platform.
1: Nintendo will go bankrupt before they put Mario on PlayStation. Nintendo will go. if the Wii U did not cause Mario to go to PlayStation, it's not happening. And I'm just, I don't mean to sound mean, but I just, I, I, I need people to understand. Nintendo is not interested in that ever.
2: Nintendo makes their own reality and it works for them.
1: Nintendo also design. Nintendo also has a very key difference between themselves, Sony, and Microsoft. Not only are they, by most accords, the greatest game makers in in the business. Period. Period. They make they make the best games better than EA, Ubisoft, Blizzard, Microsoft, Sony. You name it. I mean, maybe there's a little opinion in there. But even if you think it's somebody else, you'd be hard-pressed not to say, yeah, but Nintendo's up there. And the other thing is, Nintendo designs their systems, unlike the PlayStation and Xbox, to be sold at a profit, not a loss. So they yeah. make money when you buy a Switch, and whatever the Switch's successor will be. That's that's why they've always lagged behind a little bit in the tech department and the power department is they've always made that decision to make a profit. So they're going to keep moving those consoles by keeping their quadruple a games on that platform. And maybe I will eat my words, but I will probably be dead before I have to, because it's not going to happen for at least 25, probably even more 40 years before something like that ever happens. So, Remember, Nintendo has a shit ton of cash on hand.
4: And it saved them from the disaster of the Wii U. Anyway. Mm. What else uh,
1: on this Xbox topic do we need to discuss?
2: Meh.
3: I I mean, I think that's it for right now until we finally hear the details. I think right now everyone's just speculating...
1: I think there was one I wanted to mention that there was a like counter rumor which is weird but apparently oh. yeah Phil Spencer said in a meeting basically that like Microsoft is not stopping making Xbox consoles. That was kind of the latest right, right, development yeah. in that whole thing. Yeah, I just want to make sure that was out there because I found, I kind of found that an interesting development and it just goes to show 7 days from now we'll have a more educated perspective on all of this. Right now this is all just making it up. But I, I, I swear some of you need to unsubscribe from certain YouTube channels. Seriously. Seriously. You, I, I really, could you do me a favor? Like, honestly, look, we don't charge for this show. We don't ask you to pay for it or any of that stuff. Would you please make it a goal this week to evaluate the YouTube channels that you are subscribed to and the people that are just milking this for all that it's worth will you please consider unsubscribing from that crap will you please stop making folks feel like it's okay to just ring the hysteria alarm like this it's wild to me anyway hopefully none of you were subscribing to that stuff in the first place but it happens sometimes you accidentally click oops you know
2: well and i am gonna say um with any social media fact check before Mm
1: -hmm. you repost and we do not have the facts right now exactly but it is interesting. I will say, when I first, first heard about this, which I believe the earliest buzz of this was coming up right before the show last week. Because I kind of said that earlier, as I think there was last minute breaking news. I think the earliest, because we, we had the whole thing about the physical games. Remember that two weeks ago that uh, Walmart was beginning to scale back on the Xbox games and all that? And it was leading to this whole, well, that's because Microsoft's not going to make games that, or, or physical games for the Xbox anymore. And this whole thing, which again, we don't know yet, but that was starting to get out there a little bit last week um and all of that so um a lot's gonna happen in the next seven days that's for sure and uh, we'll finally get some answers
4: on all of this stuff so we'll see <sighs> ssg100mat says damn my asmr
1: car detailing channel to is sub to is on notice you know what? There's there's a time and a place for ASMR. I'm not here to talk. I'm not here to start a war with ASMR streamers <laughs> and YouTubers. If that's I your am thing, fine. Stop it. <laughs> if that's your thing. Fine.
2: At least put it in your like title if you're doing ASMR shit, so I can like leave your channel. <laughs> it's re- it's it's really triggering for me. Actually, it's, hmm. it, it really is for a lot of people. Interesting. Well, most you know, most people, um, especially, especially if you have Twitch,
1: sensory issues. Most people on Twitch tag it so pretty easy to find and avoid but it not way. everyone does no
2: i hate listening to people whisper
1: i was going to say when this news first broke i did sort of go oh is this and i don't, did anyone else have this thought that oh all those people microsoft laid off they're squealing and can, can yeah. you can you blame them can you blame them you
4: should squeal more all
1: right <laughs> i love that s200 matt in chat says unsub from those channels and sub to loki's channel at loki olr yes and please don't forget vod network as well <laughs> all right okay don't
2: I, forget jamie
1: of course of course, and me
4: but you know um also rob. what what hello hmm? hello yeah you said hey rob and then what Nothing. Oh.
2: <laughs> no.
1: No? Okay. Um You
2: were continuing, so I uh, shut up. Okay, oh, that's fine.
1: Uh, I was just going to say, um, next week on the show, I guarantee... Well, if Phil Spencer is right, and they do say... Because there's nothing to say that Phil Spencer won't be like, JK, we need more time. Because um, they're still figuring stuff out. But I would speculate in seven days, we're going to be having this conversation more in depth. And then what? watch Nintendo disrupt the entire thing that would be so <laughs> funny if Microsoft does their thing they're waiting
2: thing, for that diva level
1: mic drop Microsoft does their thing on Wednesday and then that night Nintendo puts out a thing that says we got a Nintendo Direct tomorrow watch Nintendo disrupt this whole fucking thing just because they can we'll see what happens all right in the meantime yeah. let's talk about our gaming weeks and the types of video games that we have been playing this week or the last 2 weeks if you will uh in how was your gaming we sorry sg100 matt says nintendo is waiting for the press release via fax this type of (laughs) this type of counter maneuver that i get your tech joke by the way this counter maneuver has been done before i point at the infamous e3 after the xbox one price was unveiled sony had three versions of their press event ready to go with three different prices they were ready be for Nintendo
2: it. doing the wig reveal. Yeah,
1: it, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, do not remove your wig unless there is another wig underneath. That would be a good lesson for Phil Spencer to learn this week. <laughs> or, or rose petals.
2: <laughs> All right. And your name is Sasha Valour.
1: <laughs> now we can get into your gaming yeah. week. Uh, Dark Sakura, how was your gaming week?
2: Um, well, I beat Rudra Nohijo last weekend. Um, and I don't have a game to replace it. I was thinking of either Emerald Dragon or going back to start over on Star Ocean. So, um, in lieu of that, I actually played uh the new uh, game mode in Dead by Daylight last night. I played um the Lights Out mode for Dead by Daylight, and honestly, it was fun. And I played Pig because, of course, I play Pig. And, um, I had a really good time. I I think I also did a hag game. It didn't go as well as my pig games did. Um, but it was really fun. You know, it was, oh, and because not so many people are playing them, um, I actually got the exact same swift a second time and they're like, oh shit, I bet it's the same pig and it was me. So they're just like, we give up. Um, but I played, uh, survivor as well with, um, with, uh. My friend Pi and uh, Kitney, and uh, we got Larry's so many times because they have so many limited maps.
1: Oh right, I heard it know, was they're a doing selection
2: so much Larry's. Oh. And for those that don't know the, so light, we got yeah, I'm open at the end.
1: For those that don't know the lights out mode, it's darker maps, and then like most of the big game mechanics that allow you to track people, be it scratch marks or you know they're removed. So it, yeah. it's to really drive jump scares, which I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm kind of used to Dead by Daylight by now, it so it's gonna be okay. Yeah,
2: it was pretty jumpy. I had a lot of fun with it as Survivor as well. Yeah. Um, but I did find that I liked playing Pig because I could see where all of my um my jigsaw boxes were, mm-hmm. and it gave me a, an idea for like the distance on the map. Mm. Um. And I think that if I were like to go play hag or something, I would use her little traps to mark landmarks mm. so that I'd have a general idea where they are. Mm. Um, and we played against a couple of doctors. They were very effective in Larry's, but not completely effective. So. Um, and then, of course, we had a Legion who was just like, Legion has it made in this mode. So anyway,
1: I'm very curious um, how the uh, Unreal plays in this mode because I really like playing her when I play killer and I just feel like she would be a lot of fun. I haven't
2: played her since she got changed.
1: I forgot they changed her. I haven't played her since she got changed either.
2: I'll have to I have to give it a try. She was quickly becoming my secondary and then I don't know. But Freddy's disabled for some reason. Uh Oh, yeah, I don't get it. Maybe it's because with the dark mode, his uh, dream doesn't work quite well. Well, maybe it's for the Um, best. Maybe they'll delete him no I'm kidding. freddy's my secondary <laughs>
4: I'm Kidding.
2: but um um i i also played genshin impact i'm having a lot more fun in that game than i thought that i would i just went on an exploration fest you know i had a lot of fun just running around and exploring and then i came back and like finished up my my dailies you know for for reasons um but I, I'm having a lot more fun with it than I thought that I would. So, really, really good. Um, and then, uh, honestly, I think that's it for what I played, just because I worked uh, 10 hour days and then I had, uh, I had part of my toenail removed permanently. Oh, wow. On my big toe. And my other big toe will be following suit when this one heals uh, so that I do not get ingrown toenails when I do ballet because oh, ballet is fun. very important to me.
3: Been there, done that.
2: Um, oh, yours were permanently removed with the thumbnail uh, and everything.
3: Well, they tried, didn't they work. Tried. They tried. Mm-hmm. It's it's all jacked up now. Oh my god! But
2: it hurts to walk around for. It, a I while, don't get ingrown but,
3: toenails anymore, but it's they didn't do it right. Yeah. I
2: I I was they weren't bad, but every time I'd cut them out, they'd get worse. Hmm. So I just had them take care of it, but um the the fun the fun thing is that like last night I was trying to sleep and I felt like my toe was swelling it was really pushing on the bandages mm. and then I was like thinking what if they did like one of those hospital games like what was the ones on on a uh, Wii U or Wii Trauma Center Trauma Center Oh my God Yeah What if they did one that was called like america's next podiatrist or something
3: (laughs) i mean steam is a large storefront i it's possible somebody's
1: made it up by now right yeah it's
3: it's possible it already exists
2: but like i was sitting there like when i was changing my bandage out i was like what if this was a video game and i had to like go like cooking mama but with podiatry because that's where my brain goes everything's a game the gamification of podiatry no i get well maybe not podiatry is a game
1: for me but you know it's been that's been instrumental in my fitness journey gamification is so big in mm-hmm. fact even even today let us not to get uh, too far ahead of myself but like pikmin bloom and the community day going on to get ten thousand steps is what incentivized me to go take a long walk today i'm still not at ten thousand steps though by the way which is very there disappointing it needs to be something it needs to be walk.
2: something like that for um ballet that, uh, I don't know if Doctor Lee has a game like that SH one hundred map. Doctor Pimple Popper.
1: <laughs> ballet Mongo. I don't even
2: know that she has a. Maybe it's like some mobile game or something. I don't know.
1: There's got to be something like that on mobile. Anyway, anyway, yeah. anything else for your game of week?
2: Um, WordScapes. That's it. Loki, how was your game of week?
3: Uh, my gaming week was mostly editing, so I've been editing this episode for, uh, Fever Dream, so that wrapped up at the end of January, and I've been editing that episode ever since. Uh, it's been a struggle because I am making something that is either the worst thing I've made, or the best thing, or both at the same time, um... It it lives up to a fever dream. Um, So that'll be coming out here hopefully very soon. I was trying to get it done this weekend, but um, I still have a little bit left to do. Um, But we're down to the final bit of the episode. So it'll be coming out very soon. And I'm sorry for what you're going (laughs) to witness if you watch it.
1: Sounds fun. All right. Uh, If that's it, then we'll talk about my gaming week um yeah i guess i don't talk a lot about like the gps games but i'm still playing things like ingress which by the way just rolled out bounties which is very interesting they now have and you can get a little bit of gear from this they basically it's interesting how much ingress has influenced pokemon go is in turn influencing ingress because basically it's the equivalent of pokemon quests that you get from pokestops are now like a thing in ingress that you get every day so it's kind of it's kind of cute um i like that they're still putting more stuff in that game even though I hit max level again in that game for the fourth time because you can go back and start from the beginning. It's the recursion all that, but I'm not doing it again. Like I'm gonna have to have a real good reason to hit that recurse button again. So it's kind of just yeah, it's changed my outlook and approach on that game a little bit because I don't have to like microfield everywhere I go, and I kind of like that to be honest. For those that know that gameplay, Um, Pokemon Go, I've actually been playing more of. I I was you know kind of playing it for a little bit, but um, I I had some nice um i had a nice little cash infusion this week we'll put it that way and so i said you know what i'm going to i'm going to buy something stupid um so i did and i replaced my Poke pokeball plus because uh i think i've talked about this on last week's show or the show last show that we did uh it, it was breaking down like the plastic was starting to like you know it's 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 not in good shape and it's any day now that button won't work anymore so i bought one of the new pokemon go plus pluses i I forget what they're called actually but they're the more flat they're the ones that are supposed to track your sleep is what they they released it for pokemon sleep oh it really is thank you mike def says it is called the go plus plus but it's plus with a plus sign after it so it's the it's an atm machine it's a go plus plus so um I did buy one of those because I didn't realize this when those first came out. Not only do they um, you know, track your sleep, which I have no interest in doing that. I still feel that I, if I'm going to play Pokemon Sleep, it needs to use the watch and the Apple Health and all that that I already have that tracks sleep more accurately than the Pokemon thing does. So I'm, I'm not interested in that end of it, but the Go Plus Plus has an auto catcher in it. Which is the first time Niantic or Nintendo has endorsed an auto-catching feature. Which is great. And then if you want to use the button, you can use great balls and ultra balls in your inventory to uh, catch them that way. So it's been been great for kind of getting back into the game and being able to just walk. So that way I'm not stopping every few minutes or trying to like spin the ball and catch things. Because you walk slower when you do that. But if I have an auto-catcher, I can walk faster. And, uh, kind of keep playing the game and have that little incentivize, which I also do a pigment bloom. So that's been honestly, like a lot of my gaming is, you know, when I go out, I gamify my walks and all that. Otherwise I've mostly been playing final fantasy 14. Because one of my IRL friends just got into it for the first time. So he just beat Realm Reborn this last week. And so it's kind of like getting to experience the game all over again through somebody else's eyes. It's like it's like going to Disneyland with somebody who's never been before. It's like, oh, I get to be new at the park again through someone else's eyes. You know, that type of thing. Um, that's, that's how I'm feeling about Final Fantasy XIV. Honestly, that has been really the bulk of my week. I haven't explored a lot of other games, which is a bummer because I really wanted to play Final Fantasy VII Remake before rebirth comes out but i don't think that's going to happen at this point so it's fine i guess i'll have to watch a summary something like that i mean i played the game i know what happens but i like to be i want to be refreshed right you gotta you gotta go in it's like it's like when they release movies in multiple parts right you want to go see the first part before you go to the theater and watch the second part or whatever it is so um that's that's how i was feeling about Final fantasy 7 remake but i'm really looking forward to rebirth Rebirth comes out the day I get home from the cruise and then thankfully the way it works out I have like that whole weekend off to just recover to take a vacation from the vacation and that is exactly how I plan on spending it is playing that game so it'll be good all right uh, that's it for my game of week let's get into some more headlines from the week in gaming news Uh, Loki this is an interesting little coda to what we talked about at the top of the show but it's worth talking about anyway so Loki.
3: Yeah. Apparently uh there's been some sales data that's come out that Wait, looks I'm so- like. I'm sorry, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to stop for a chat comment. What? DJ Rama S in chat says uh you said or S wannahemat says something about Pimple Popper. DJ Rama S says I was on an episode of her show. What? Like What? Were you in the background or like somebody that's were you an actual patient on that show?
2: I have, like, seasons of this show paid for. I need to find. Oh, oh okay. You said
1: in the background. I was like, Rama was on Pimple Popper and I never knew. What? But he <laughs> says, okay, it was in the background. I was like. We have to stop okay. the show for this. No, yes, we did. Yes, we did, Loki. Oh, there's a cosplay episode. Oh, I need to find this. Oh, okay. So he's in library. probably some compilation footage. That's like when I was on Drag Race. And I tell everybody I was on RuPaul's Drag Race. They do a double take. And I'm like, yeah, I was in a deleted scene for season four. It's it's on the web. You can see it. I'm there. But it's, uh, yeah. So anyway, sorry, Loki. But it was very important that we get clarity. Because if, if Rama was on an episode of Pimple Popper, I would stop this entire fucking show to go pull it up on Amazon Prime <laughs> and watch it right now. <laughs> as much as that okay. stuff makes me squeamish, I'd have to see it. I'd have to see it. All right. Anyway, go ahead, Dougie.
3: So according to a Take-Two Games Q3 financial report, it said about 77 million Gen 9 consoles have been sold as of December 2023. Um, Of those, they said that apparently um, 50 million... Well, we know that 50 million PlayStations have been sold to um, consumers already, thanks to Sony. And so you can kind of do the math and see that basically the PlayStation 5 is selling or outselling the Xbox uh series consoles 2 to 1. It's fun to do math because then it it proves your team is right. <laughs> it's important.
1: Um I'm sorry I might have missed it. Is this worldwide figures or specific to US?
3: Um I don't remember if the 50 million was a worldwide number or not. Let's see here. So that would have been Uh, of course, they have a doesn't say.
1: Well, the reason why I ask is because, of course, Xbox is a non-factor in Japan, right? We know that like Mm -hmm. Xbox, you know, I think they've been kind of trying with Series S and X, but even the most hardcore Microsoft fanboys recognize it's not happening in Japan. So, um, which, by the way, something that makes, yeah, I guess it could be. I don't know. Can I go Can I peek around this corner real quick? Do it. What happens with the overdose game that Kojima's making with all this Xbox brew? Cause that's like a huge exclusive for them is Kojima's overdose game. So what or OD or whatever it's called. Sony what gets their,
3: their game too. Remember?
1: But isn't it supposed to be like, it's powered with Xbox cloud and all that stuff.
3: Oh, you know, like I'm very sick of hearing their games powered by Xbox cloud. What did that do to Crackdown three? <laughs> nothing. that game sucked, so like right. I uh, Xbox Cloud powering the game that that literally means nothing. All right, to be determined i
1: I guess, with this whole thing, but it's it's something I've been thinking about what what that whole nine minutes at the game awards where they took announcing that game what 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 happened a, mu- well, a it'll month it'll happen when it later. happens. a month mu- no, six weeks later, six weeks later, here we are anyway uh oh yes outselling so i mean i hate to say it i don't want to sound like i'm shitting on xbox because i i do love my series x i think it's a great console but are we
3: surprised um like first off i don't think it's a big deal i mean it, it it is like certainly the numbers don't look great but when you think about it like for me like i have an xbox series x I don't use that system at all. It is literally in a box below my desk right now. I use my PC to play literally everything that comes out because all of their games that they release on that console are on PC. So I could see where, yeah, they're not selling as much hardware, but to them, maybe that's not such a big deal because they have game pass. They have people playing those games on PC. Um, I'd be curious to see how that kind of all factors in. I don't think we're getting the full picture with just console sales anymore, especially in this year of 2024 where the landscape's kind of completely different. So, I mean, that would almost be like saying, you know, when you're talking about game sales and stuff, it's like, oh, well, they only sold, you know, 250,000 copies physical, you know? It's like, well, but yeah, because they're selling a lot of that digital as well. You know, there's a part of that equation that we're not seeing So I would wait and see what Microsoft says, you know, as far as what their numbers are. Or how about this? Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's cool to have that factoid, but, like, does that really mean anything to us? Nope, because we are consumers, and we're not the companies running this, and we're also not Like, I don't work for Microsoft. I don't get paid on the commission about how many units they sell. You know, the, the fate of their company, it doesn't rest in my hands. So, eh. All right, uh, let's move on. I mean, again, I
1: feel like there's there's not a lot else to say to this until we hear what Microsoft is planning next week, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, I will move on to something that, of course, a lot of people are looking forward to towards the end of the month, and that is the release of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Uh, of course, that is on its way, and uh, there was a whole direct that happened. I'm sorry, not direct. PlayStation State of Play.
3: I mean, let's It's be, basically... That, that's, that's a direct... It, it, It's just like, just like their move controllers were original. Like, I mean, come on. They were just ripping the format off.
1: So they did an event and it all of course was, uh, you know, uh, at the end they ended up announcing a demo was out and it was coming out today and it's available on the PlayStation store. And a lot of people have been jumping in and playing it. It is the first chapter of rebirth, which is the story, I believe of Niblehem from the original game and what all goes down in that sequence The interesting thing is they have said that they plan to add to the demo a little more later on, closer to the game's release, which I find kind of a weird way to do a demo, but okay. Um, That all being said, this may surprise you. Uh, Oh no, here it is. Uh, Junon. The demo is going to be updated to extend Cloud, Aerith, Tifa, Barrett, and Red XIII in Junon. Um, No mention about save progress carrying over. I don't know if people have found out if that's the case or not. I'm gonna say something uh here that might surprise you. I did not watch the state of play. I'm not gonna play the demo. And I did play the demo for remake. Uh and you might wonder, wait, what's going on, Rob? Is your tone changed? No, this it's it's quite simply this. I would just like to experience the game when it comes out as it is. Like, as far as the hype machine and the hype train and all that, I don't I don't need it. I don't I don't need to get on that train. I played the first game. It was good enough to make me go, "Fuck, I can't wait for the second game when it comes out." The second game is now coming out. I don't really need I don't I don't really want this hype. I, I, is that weird of me? Because even though the first chapter I could play it right now, I'm I'm just kind of like, "You know what? I'm going to just wait and do the whole thing." I'd rather do that. And I don't really need I don't want to see all the hype on all this other stuff they put in the game uh yeah Questbuster in chat says the presentation was nice but at this point i just want to play it and not hear any more hype yeah i heard they're adding a lot of stuff to it like there's a whole little card game in there now which makes sense if the gold saucer is a part of it you know they want to kind of tie it to that and they're doing all these other cool things with it but i'm just like you know what just
4: bring it on i'll play it when i play it all right uh let's move on something else i could play
1: now that it's available dark sakura
4: well, y'all know I,
2: I love my uh super Nintendo Super Famicom games and one that I'm sure is common knowledge now is that there were a series um for the Satellaview, which was um a Nintendo's uh collaboration that would bring games online through a download service. And the first uh they did these uh Soundlink events, um and eight of these broadcasts were related to F Zero. <clears throat> um so, with the Soundlink event, um, they had week, uh, They had four weeks worth of this. Um, they had uh, Mutes. Uh, week one was Mute City 1, Big Blue, Death Wind 1, Silence and Sandstorm. And then there were other you know, ones for the next few weeks of them. So, as this went out, the only one that had been dumped of these was uh, Grand Prix 1. Um, But there was video out. Um, The video was put out by uh, a YouTuber named uh, Kukun Kun, who put recordings of all of the F-Zero Soundlink broadcasts um, recorded in Japan on a uh, Super Famicom Satellaview when they aired with the audio, everything. So the videos were there. So what happened is that um, another user named uh, uh had worked on a project for Super Mario Brothers where they called it the Living Leaderboard, where they could take um, people playing the game and then have all of what happened, you know, basically all of those games running simultaneously and then isolated into what the best run would be to train an AI. Um, he was using a tool called uh, Graphite to train the models. Um, so, you know, it's it's tool-assisted stuff. But um, another user who was inspired by that was able to reproduce the controller input sequences from uh, Kukun-kun's video. And fed them into uh, a, a, some sort of game logic device that would... Uh, basically outline where the character was at any point and then using the vhs uh footage were able to recreate those tracks um there were other artists involved who were able to recreate backgrounds it was some pretty amazing stuff and of course all of the um uh there was actually some erroneous data for uh the tracks that they thought they found in other games, but they turned it out to be like special tracks. Um, some of them were in f zero ninety
4: nine
2: so uh they were able to to get some of these items there um, and then uh there were also some some uh like uh, what's the word I'm thinking of uh, different vehicles and sprites that were in the game data for the one they were able to dump. So basically it's it's a mod in at the end of the day it's a mod. Um but they were able to do as faithfully as possibly they were able to re-release uh the entire Grand Prix, all four Grand Prix for um F Zero, um for I'm sorry, for BS Hotel view F Zero. And now it's out as a a ROM or a cartridge. Um that is uh called uh BS Zero Deluxe. And uh I I have it. <laughs> not the not a cartridge version, but I have the uh the um the game. But F Zero Deluxe will have uh four new racing mechanics um that were added in the new cars that came in did not replace the original four and so those are the blue thunder luna bomber green amazon and fire scorpion which looks very pink to me uh there are the leagues that were added to accommodate 10 new tracks so coming from uh uh, the bs uh ones we have forest one big blue two sandstorm one forest two silence two and bs x league two that has Mute City 4, Forest 3, Sandstorm 2, Metal Fort 1, and Metal Fort 2. And records uh, screens have been updated. Um, it It's just really like the most complete one. And I'll tell you how I found this was by watching Did You Know Gaming. Hmm. And they have a very good uh, video about not just the what went into recovering these sort of lost levels, but um a little bit of the history of Nintendo's relationship uh that brought about the the Satellaview. So it's a it's a really good one. I highly recommend watching it. And if anyone who is in chat is interested, I would gladly link this to you all at this time.
4: All right.
2: Yeah, I'll have in to check this that well. out.
1: I'll have to uh check this out as well. It sounds uh sounds cool. I do Oopsie. love me some of cool. <laughs> Well that's there zero, it is. So all right uh let's move on this is um some pretty big news that kind of slipped in throughout the week and all the rumors and stuff but this is a very big deal in the making right loki
3: yeah disney's going to be partnering um or they're developing i guess a new persistent universe with epic games um they're going to be partnering with them it's a 1.5 billion dollar investment and basically saying that our exciting relationship with Epic Games will bring together Disney's beloved franchises and brands with hugely popular Fortnite in a transformational uh, new game and entertainment universe. So,
4: and I'm
1: that's I'm, I'm left to big. assume that means it's going to be something within Fortnite similar to a Lego Minecraft a um you know Fortnite festival that type of thing. Yeah. Oh, I say Something Lego? like that. I say Lego Minecraft. I'm sorry. Lego Fortnite. <laughs> let's yeah, be, let's, Disney. Let's be real. We know Disney what it Fortnite. is. Yeah. Disney Fortnite type of thing. That's going to be very interesting, especially because I feel like Disney, you know, especially with Dreamlight Valley has had some big dubs in the video game space lately. So it's interesting to me that they're kind of going this way. And Speedstorm, I feel like there's more people talking about and playing that game than I would have expected for a free-to-play racer. So I feel like Disney's having a lot of good news lately. So this is a very interesting partnership. But of course, you know, Lego Fortnite is great, um, and a lot of people are really you know into that. I enjoy Fortnite Festival. I haven't played it in a minute though. There's a lot of new songs. I need to go back and play because they've been they've been adding stuff to it every every uh, Thursday. So yeah, I haven't
3: played Lego Fortnite yet. I probably well, should. You
1: really should. It's interesting. I would say it's. Um, not quite so Minecraft, but it is definitely. Yeah, like, I, I understand. I got more like um Dragon Quest Builders kind of vibe out of it, but it's it's fun. I liked it, so mm-hmm. yeah. I think you'll like Lego Fortnite.
3: No, I'm sure I would.
1: Yeah. So I'm very curious to see what Disney and Fortnite kind of come up with with this, because you know we already see some type of like everybody in the same universe between Dreamlight Valley and Speedstorm. We already have kind of seen like you know Disney worlds colliding. So it's gonna be very very interesting i'm uh, i'm very curious to see where this goes
3: yeah i'm curious to see what how they what they do to kind of push it to something different i mean it's kind of funny like because you know uh there's the whole metaverse trying to create their like or uh, meta trying to create the metaverse stuff but it's like i think Fortnite's pulling it off a lot better already and i mean they're not even calling it like metaverse because it's why label something like that? But yeah. uh I mean, essentially, accomplishing what they're looking to accomplish with it.
1: Well, and this whole
3: again, and yeah, PlayStation Home, where the hell are you? I mean, like right. now's the time to strike, Sony. Well, I mean, come on.
1: And again, you know, and we've talked about this before. When I first talked about my impressions of Fortnite Festival and Lego Fortnite and all of this, is that this is very. If you are still associating Fortnite with only battle royale, you need to realize that that Fortnite snuck in there and changed the formula basically overnight. I mean technically there always was other game modes and these other worlds and stuff, but by putting these big 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 releases that are very well done in there, now Fortnite has shown its hand as a gaming platform.
3: Yeah, think of it, it like exists, Unreal I'm Engine intended. instead of, you know, yeah, Fortnite.
1: In a way, in a way. But it's it's going to be very interesting to see what the future holds with these, you know, big partnerships and so forth so yeah very curious to see what they come up with even though it'll probably be a little while before we see it unless we're gonna get skins and kind of that silly stuff right away but i I could give a shit about that type of stuff in Fortnite. but some kids will be excited i say that and drop ten dollars on the ariana grande skin so i have no room to talk (laughs) anyway (laughs) all right uh let's move on and talk about how the ftc still is trying to do something about this whole Microsoft and Activision Blizzard merger. And yeah, no, this isn't stopped because now that Microsoft laid off 1,900 people, the Federal Trade Commission is coming in and saying, Microsoft, you are contradicting what you promised to do. So the FTC actually went so far as to file a complaint in appeals court this week saying that the downsizing, quote, contradicts Microsoft's representations in this proceeding. And so they have asked for a pause in Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. How the fuck do you pause it now? How would that even work now that 1,900 people are laid off? That would just... It's so... Like, I get why the FTC is pissed. But, like, wouldn't that be, like, more of a fine at this point or something else? Like, I, I don't know. But anyway... Uh, apparently FTC is saying, you know, Microsoft said it would treat Activision Blizzard as a vertical acquisition, saying there would not be a need to do layoffs, there would be no redundancies, and then of course we all know what happened after that. Now, uh, Microsoft, later in the week, filed a response to the complaint, saying that there is no evidence of harm resulting from the Activision Blizzard acquisition. I, I know, I, I thought it too, but... They're justifying it by saying this, quote, consistent with broader trends in the gaming industry, Activision was already planning on eliminating a significant number of jobs while still operating as an independent company. The recent announcement yeah, I mean, cannot be true the, the really December temporary. firings. Well, I will give Microsoft this. I definitely make a face at all this, but I will say this. We know that a good chunk of the layoffs was because they ended up canceling a game. So Activision, I think it can be implied that Activision may have already be on the, on the edge of, of canceling this game anyway. They were looking to Microsoft to save it and Microsoft said, no, cancel it. And so I, I could, yeah, I'm willing to believe Microsoft to that end that maybe this was a game that was going to get canceled anyway. Um, But it's, it's so hard to predict these things when like we know nothing about it. Right. I don't know. Anyway.
3: Like the FTC, maybe look into like I don't know cable company monopolies instead of like this nonsense. I mean, because honestly, like it feels like we're wasting a lot of time like having you know things about this that or are
1: you know what the FTC needs to fucking spend their time on? Why don't you, Why don't you go figure out what the fuck happened to Coyote versus Acme? Why don't Oh you, yes, why don't exactly. you go fucking rip off David Zaslav's wig and tell us? What's going on over there That's what yeah, I would like the f t c Please explain
3: how 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 they're able to just cancel a fully completed movie without him allegedly seeing it and just just we're just gonna give him a tax break for that like yeah. I'm sorry, no now like.
1: But I do want to be clear, to be fair, because I don't want to sound insensitive to the fact, you know, yes, 1900 people lost their jobs and that fucking sucks. Right. So I understand where the FTC is pissed off if Microsoft said we're not going to lay people off and then they lay people off. So I do. I, I want to before I'm like, you know, FTC's is I do understand needling Microsoft on this point. It is something worth needling and getting more explanation about. But I'm also of the reality mindset of like, what, what can you possibly do now? You're not going to suddenly be able to reemploy those people; they're going to move on and try to get other jobs and all of that and I bet you know there's a fair amount of them that already have at this point, so i don't know i don't know anyway microsoft uh in a response continues to say the f t c ignores the reality that this is strong words the f t c ignores the reality that the deal itself has substantially changed since the f t c lost in court last July. Microsoft was required by UK competition authority to restructure the acquisition globally and therefore did not acquire the cloud streaming rights to Activision blizzard games in the United States. Additionally, Sony and Microsoft signed a binding agreement to keep call of duty on PlayStation on even better terms than Sony had before. That is, that is also a very, in light of everything we talked about at the beginning of the show. It's also very interesting that Microsoft was more than ready and willing to sign these agreements, almost as
4: if they already knew. Mm hmm Hmm. Interesting.
1: Well, the plot continues to thicken on that, but I'm not sure there's much more to say. And again, I don't know what could possibly happen from this. What happens? A fine or something? I don't know. We'll see. I, they should take it out of Bobby Kotick's uh, severance. Can they still do that? I think they should.
2: They could take it out of his ass.
1: I think. I think they should. Whatever it takes. Honestly. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Dark Sakura, you have a fun story for us.
2: Uh, I might. I might. Um, Capcom's got a quiz out. Um, a little survey. Um, that uh. You know uh what fans like from certain dormant franchises and which ones i'd like to see back it's about dino crisis okami Darkstalkers, a few more um there's no results from it yet um but they're calling it capcom super elections 10 questions for capcom fans um i will also link this in the chat room um but yeah i'm voting on it you better vote on it too the more votes, the better. But look up Capcom Super Elections, and you'll you'll find it.
1: Am I required to vote for rival Make schools three?
2: <laughs> yes, you are.
1: I figured. I'm not sure what else I really would want to see out of um, Capcom. Wait, I want to look at the survey real fast. I I looked at it earlier in the week, but then I didn't. I didn't really go look at it again. So let's see. I'm gonna um take a trip here and take a look at the site. Okay, we're gonna vote on the super election. Oh my god, leave me alone. All right, um. If you were a member of the cast of Capcom, who cares? Where's the fucking game list? That's what I nope, want.
2: Nope. I think this has to do with it. Oh,
1: God. All right. Um, let's see. I would be walking assistant robot because my vote is going to absolutely be for Mega Man Legends. Um, if you could learn one special move, what would it be? I'm going to say Hadoken because I think about that when we saw that Mega Man universe game, how we saw Ryu in that game. Uh, and then let's yeah. see. I own a five, a four, a Switch. Series S, iOS, Steam. Wow, the only thing I don't have is Android. Okay, region. Oh, well, my Super Nintendo is United States. Do I really have to answer all this? I Date was born birth. at some point. I'm going to lie. So sorry for those that are trying to track me here. I'm going to lie. Alright. Uh gender. Other. Because non-binary people are. Like
2: that they're providing other.
1: Alright. Uh email address. Required. Stop this spam bullshit at now.com okay perfect create a card
4: Ooh, i got wallpaper oh my
1: god oh cards can be downloaded from the email you receive oops well i won't be getting that okay do i get to vote
2: all right so now that, that gets you into the election venue on the website okay here we go oh
1: there's chun Li. looks like she won a beauty prize okay which of the following capcom games do you like the best Oh, this is hard. Rival
2: schools. Well, what I like is the the
4: Japanese. Can I say Mega Man and of for rival schools? No, I don't put rival schools. But I'm lying. Okay, then what? Uh, who is your favorite
1: Capcom character? Uh, I don't know. Who is my favorite Capcom character? Ron Bon. I do like Tron Vaughn. I'll go with that. (laughs) That's a good answer. Okay. Um, What do you look for in Capcom games? Please select up to three. This is the most boring radio. I thought we were going to get to to answer. I thought we were going to get to just answer the fucking question on what uh, we were going to get to see. All right. I'm just going to finish this later. I thought we were actually going to get to a list of games.
2: I'm doing it Uh right now.
3: All right. Fine. And then when you're done with that, you have to vote for the new Whopper.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! What image do you have of Capcom? And one of their selections is weird in a good way. (laughs) And their HQ is in Japan.
1: All right, uh, let's move on and talk about this next story uh, with From Software.
3: I think it's funny though that they acquired Acquire because it you know makes for a great headline.
1: It does make for a great headline.
3: Uh, But yes, From Software, um, their parent company is uh, now acquired acquire the studio that is uh they put out Octopath Traveler as well as other games. Um so that's cool. I mean, um they, was it no no heroes allowed VR, Akiba's Beat, Akiba's trip. Um they're a smaller, I think Japanese company, but yeah, Octopath Traveler two coming, you know, came out last year. I, I don't know what other games they have kind of similar that coming out soon, but um neat. Yeah. I, I don't know what that necessarily means. Other, than they're, they're going to generate synergies. That's what they put in there. They literally put the the office buzzwords. Um, neat.
1: I'm so curious what they put. We uh, well, honestly, I did. I guess I wasn't paying attention. That's fine. I own that. I didn't can, realize that Autopath Traveler wasn't just developed internally within Square Enix. I
3: can, can, yeah. Especially can we get with all like all a, other
1: games on that same engine, like Live Alive and? Um, triangle strategy i'm really surprised because acquired not make those games so i'm i'm yeah it's yeah i was just kind of surprised can we, can we, we get like, like a dark
3: souls game. or elden ring dean d uh, make done in the style of octopath traveler well that maybe sweet. that's
1: where they're going as a side story or something in one of those
3: who knows maybe
1: but from software's done different stuff too it's
3: just they're not as diversifying they're yeah. they're diversifying they're gonna generate those synergies <laughs> With existing game-related subsidiaries. Uh, oh yeah. boy! All right, I, I love I love when they throw in all the the corporate buzzwords in there.
1: Yeah, you gotta love it. Well, speaking of corporate buzzwords, if you wanna if you wanna see some corporate smoke blown up your fucking ass this week, look no further than what Ubisoft has had to say about the price tag of Skull and Bones. A $70 price tag da- game, even though there are live service elements that you would expect to see in something a lot cheaper. They are calling to this pay. game a quadruple-A game. Boo. Yves Gilmon, who we could say a lot about, but tonight we're just going to keep it to the fact that he has said that you will see that Skull and Bones is a fully-fledged game. Uh, I'm trying to see where he said this. It was, oh, it was a Q&A session and an earnings call. It's a very big game, and we feel that people will really see how vast and complete that game is. It's really a full, triple, quadruple A game that will deliver in the long run. I need to put a trigger warning in front of what I'm about to say. Because honest to God, I thought Trump said this. Because it reads like a fucking Trump quote. Quote. Let me me read that one more time, and I want you to picture him saying it. You will see that Skull and Bones is a fully-fledged game. It's a very big game, and we feel that people will really see how vast and complete that game is. It's really – it's full, triple, quadruple A game, and it will deliver in the long run.
3: I'm sorry. And I had a a man walk up to me, tears pouring out of his eyes. He told me that Skull and Bones was the best game that he's ever played. In fact, that we're not charging enough for the game, and that it should be a quadruple-A game. In fact, I think it should also be a 5A game, because I don't know what the word for quintuple-A game would be. Um... And and skulls and bones, uh, you know, that those are parts of the body, and therefore it's a full-bodied game. And I feel that you should all all go out there and purchase it and then give us more money with our live service game that we totally won't shut down in a few years once uh, it doesn't do as well. And I'm sure that the game won't come out buggy or anything and that it won't be like, you know, uh, have a roadmap to finish all that stuff. It's a perfect
1: game. It's a, it's a, it's a perfect game. Perfect game. It's going to be, perfect it's, game. it's a perfect it's game. It's an
2: excellent health. <laughs> it's Dr. Said so.
3: fact, I, I took a test <laughs> the other day. I had every to, minute of this segment. <laughs> I, I it's had a genius to, game. I had to identify. They, t- they gave me a test. I had to identify five things. They wanted me to remember. It was um man, woman, pirate ship. Whale, and so I had to repeat it back. And it was, you know, they said I was super smart, I answered it better than anybody in the th- has ever answered it. And so, therefore, that game is going to be perfect. Perfect game.
2: Please do not compare us with that thing, pod culture. We are Orange Lounge, not spray oh, that's, tan. That's Lounge. a bannable comment, pod culture. You
1: better watch that's yourself. It. If we were still on IRC, this is where you would get slapped with a large fish, for those that remember that reference of the old MIRC. I would absolutely – wait. Slash me slaps pod culture with a large trout. Wow, it worked. <laughs> it
4: showed oh up Oh, my in God. Dallas. That's great.
1: <laughs> okay, perfect. Anyway, um, where was I? Uh, let's see. Oh, Dark Tetsuya, who uh, – we need to hear – dark tetsuya's opinion because he's actually played it so because of the beta so here's the comment i played in the beta and thought it was fun but wouldn't go so far as to say it was quadruple a oh we have Yves Gaumont uh responding to dark tetsuya in the chat with the following comment
2: wrong (laughs) no this is the it's quadruple a because the sound you make playing is uh
1: anyway uh skull and bones comes out on february 16th for 70 bucks and uh if you order the hundred dollar premium edition the very this is for very good very good supporters very good people that are going to buy this premium edition game very fine people you'll get two extra missions cosmetic items and a smuggler pass token to unlock the premium battle pass, whatever the fuck that means. Oh, because, of course, there's a battle pass on top Nar.
3: of this. And all of but that. But two extra missions, so that doesn't sound like that I'm getting the full game for the $70. I mean, essentially, this game is just, you know, Assassin's Creed Black Flag Part 2, right? I mean,
2: here's the what thing. it is. Here's we watched my, friend's pl- my friend play it last night, and it looks neat i if a little boring i guess
1: i i'm just getting i how do i say this nicely without offending somebody Um, Don't be nice don't pre-order games i'm getting big starfield vibes from this i'm getting big starfield vibes from this and you can read into that comment however you like and if that hurts your feelings sorry about it but i'm getting big starfield vibes from this that's all i have to say anyhow
4: you know what i'm getting from this
1: what jack shit all right let's move on and uh talk about a a simpler time when 70 dollars bought you a fucking cartridge because there were chips and things in it uh we're gonna get to our next segment and of course i will roll the bump for that now
2: now it's time to travel back to a simpler time, or I'll dive into the vault and pull out a classic and tell you about it. It's time for the classic game of the week.
1: And you know, just to quickly say, you know what I get for talking shit is a little bit of that Skull and Bones music just peeked through on the feed while I was running the bumper there. So um, I apologize I for the inconvenience at this time. Anyhow, let's get to the classic game of the week. Dark Soccer, what'd you pick?
2: The classic game is Linkle Liver Story. 1986, developed by Nextech and published by Sega for the Sega Saturn. It is an action RPG. You play a fox girl named Kitsch. As in kitschy. Um So, basically, you, you, you get your weapons and stuff in really interesting ways because you have to find seeds and plant them. And then you get them from whatever grew. it is um, it is a 2d fully you know one of those beautiful Sega Saturn games that shows off just exactly how great it was at 2D graphics, how you know much more lush the the colors and everything were than the 2D games that came out on uh, PlayStation. Um, but you're in a world called Mamuna. And it's inhabited by demi humans. So, you know, kind of like it's inhabited by furries. So they're furries. Um, and they're ruled by this, uh, this guy named Muma who uses dark magic and is an authoritarian, of course. But when his powers are waning, he has to find a new source of power. And so, um, you play Kitsch, who is joining forces with the other woodland animals to try to fight back. So she's joined by a squirrel named Balel and a rabbit named La-la-la. And then her third partner is called Puchimuku, which is a seed that grows throughout the game. Um, And um, the game was originally supposed to be called uh Senti 2 and was supposed to be a sequel to the original ragnacenti which was also crusader of Senti and uh soleil but um the company that did this next tech uh some of the things they were uh uh responsible for was like i said crusader of Senti and ranger x for the sega saturn i mean not saturn but the genesis or mega drive um, this was released on, released on March 15th, 1996, um, for Saturn, and it was only released in Japan, but it, ha- it does have an English translation, which you can find. And the same team that did the game translation also translated the manual. Um, uh, according to Hamitsu, um, Lincoln Liver Story sold, um, almost five thousand copies in its first week. It was given a twenty-six out of forty, so not like a glowing review. But for for Famitsu, that's nice. Um, so it got pretty average ratings, but I think it's just a cute little game. It really is. It's it's definitely a unique one. Um, they they were they, it had been misromanized though when they were first uh, publishing stuff about it as Wrinkle River Story, but no. The game title literally says Linkle Liver. So that's the game. It's cute, isn't it? Isn't it pretty?
1: I'm getting big Secret of Mana vibes from it in a way, like the way the graphics are. And I admit, I don't know a lot about this game, but it looks really cute. Like, I would try this for sure.
2: Oh, uh, well, who knows? Maybe maybe I'll leave the Super Nintendo realm and move on to the Sega Saturn realm. We'll see, because I, I do still want to play through Grandia again. Yeah. But um, but yeah, Linkle Linkle Liver story. You play as furries. The end.
1: I, I was on that front. Dark saga. Do what's fun. That always, that always should be the answer to any question you're asking. Do what's fun. Do what's going to motivate you. You know, that's my thought anyway.
2: I'm like, Oh, do you want to go to work or do you want to <laughs> stay in bed? it's okay. Fun.
1: Maybe, maybe that doesn't work every situation, but <laughs> 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 all right.
2: No. So there you go.
1: Well, remember without the paycheck, you can't pay for fun. So you know, think of it as an invest. It's an investment in your fun. All right, um, yeah. we have a few more headlines. We didn't have actually a lot of news this week because people won't shut up about Microsoft, so it's kind of stifled the news this week. But uh, we still have some or few, the Super Bowl. We still have a few quick headlines to get to, and uh, um, some maybe last minute stories. And of course, your comments and questions uh, in our listener roundtable, maybe even some calls over on our Discord server over at VOGNetwork.com/slash Discord. But first, let's do some rapid fire news and some quick headlines, Loki.
3: Uh, So apparently it's been uh, leaked who one of the upcoming DLC characters is going to be in the new Suicide Squad game, and that is Mr. Freeze. How did that get leaked out? Well, by the game itself, actually, because apparently a voice line in the game uh, from Brainiac, as he's talking to the main characters, there was... Um, Something appeared on Reddit, it was, uh, he was insulting Harley Quinn and said, I didn't expect you to be the the weak link in this chain, Freeze. She's not Freeze. Uh -uh. (laughs) Whoops. Uh, So we know the Joker is coming. A cloud
1: of bugs following this thing everywhere.
3: I mean... This is a live service game, by the way. This is this is what you get with a live service game where it's just like perpetually going. And all we know is companies are greedy. That's why they have live service games. Uh, so I guess we'll the, expect Mr. Freeze to be coming at some point. The industry is killing itself on this live service shit. If they're going all in and they're going to find out that's a mistake. So we'll see what happens. Because, I mean, if you think about it, let's, let's, let's imagine for a second here, 95 live service games are coming. You do realize that people have, there are, first off, a finite number of people in the world. Um, and those people have a finite amount of time. And to play a live service game, you can only play one at a time. So, how is a person going to play 95 of these games? So, the vast majority of them are going to fail. It is just math. That's just how it works.
1: You have to to look at the parallels to the movie industry as well. Not that the movie's ever tried necessarily live service and that whole thing, but not every movie necessitates merchandising. Merchandising, merchandising. (laughs) But in all seriousness, if you were to try to merchandise every movie that was ever made out there, you're going to end up with a lot of crap in a landfill. Not everything lends itself to that. And not every video game is suddenly going to be something people want to pony up extra money for. Some will be, but that's going to be the same stuff that drives movies. There's talent involved like Hideo Kojima, like him or not. His name is always going to sell a game, potentially voice acting talent as well which is why I've said for a long time, one of the best ways we can counter AI in this industry is to lift up art directors and artists that contribute to games and, you know, recognize their work and buy, you know, based on the artists that we see involved with games. Um, and, uh, or it's a long-standing series, like a Final Fantasy or whatever it is that, you know, mm-hmm. is able to sell on names like a lot of movies do, like Twister can sell a whole new movie apparently because people just remember the cow scene. So... I, I I feel like there's a lot again comparing with movies here, and the game industry is going to learn this the hard way, uh, and they already are. Where do you think? Why do you think these layoffs are happening?
3: Yeah, um, and then. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, well, not you mentioned Final Fantasy, but Final Fantasy fourteen is finally coming to the Xbox platforms as well. Um, and along with that, we found out that it's going to require players to have a Game Pass subscription or to play the game itself. Um, you know, that's in addition to the fee that you have to pay to play the game, which is kind of unusual because on other consoles, it doesn't require you to do that. And if I remember correctly, even on um, Final Fantasy XI, like way back in the day, didn't even require you to have Xbox Live Gold at the time. Correct. So
1: somebody fucked up. It should not be this way. Somebody fucked up and needs to fix it because the entire Final Fantasy community is looking at this going, wow, way to shoot the Xbox release in the foot. Excellent job. Mm -hmm. And especially with all this other stuff going on about Microsoft right now, this is not the PR they need. So somebody needs to fix this. Post
4: haste, yeah. So, well, at least there's other platforms to play it on. PC, for example, PlayStation
1: without PlayStation, any PlayStation, yeah. or you know, PlayStation Gold or whatever the fuck they call it these days. PlayStation Plus, Plus Gold, Premium Plus, Plus Cloud Plus. Anyway, uh, Dar Sakura, what do you have for us?
4: Oh, just Evo stuff.
2: So they have announced the lineup for Evo. And it looks like it's going to be Street Fighter 6, VI, Tekken 8, uh, Guilty Gear, um, Grand Blue Fantasy versus it's really a tiny. Oh, you know, I could just read the actual text. Uh, I'll start over. Mortal Kombat 1, Street Fighter 6, VI, Tekken 8, Guilty Gear Strive, King of Fighters 15, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising, Undernight in Birth 2, Sicellies, and Street Fighter 3 Third
4: Strike guess what's not on the list melee well i mean that's
3: i don't think that's ever going to be on the list because they don't like modded melee and nintendo's doing their own thing with smash so
2: but it's gonna happen on july 19th through the 21st in las vegas um i recommend do not use any of the ride sharing at all
1: and pray and that be prepared to spend a lot of money on food. Pray that there's no Formula One construction going on around that time.
2: God, that's still going to be going on, you know. Mm. Mm. It's so it's such upsetting. A pain in the ass.
1: All right. Anyhow, um, mm-hmm. let's move on and talk about this story, which is that Super Mario RPG on the Nintendo Switch has now outsold the original. I kind of find this fascinating. Uh, but apparently Super Mario RPG and its original run sold 2.14 million units. And now, uh, thanks to Nintendo's fiscal report, quarter three for 2024, Super Mario RPG has hit 3.14 million units. Hey, that's pie. Um, so yeah, Super Mario RPG has outsold the original by a million, the remake on the Switch. You know what this means? Sequel.
3: Hmm. (laughs) I hope so. Gosh, I'm.
1: You think I'm joke, but I. Who would want to see a sequel to the remake?
3: I I would absolutely love it. I bought the remake, but I haven't I haven't played it yet. My kid, I, I bought it for my son, um, but I do want to play it because um, I love that game. It, it's it's a great game. It's just um, yeah. I, I mean, I would absolutely play a sequel. Yeah,
1: I I hope that's where this is headed. I really do. I really do. But we'll see. All right, Um, with that being said, let's check out some games that you can play this week. You'll be playing it a little sooner than a sequel to that game as we look at some world release dates, and we will start in the U.S., Loki.
3: All right, Uh, well, in the U.S., we've got uh, a few things. So, uh, Banisher's New Ghost of Eden, uh, that's on PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series. Dragon Quest Builders on PC. PC. Uh, Islands of Insight on PC as well. Ultros uh, on PC, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 5. Uh, rz the Jewel of Faramore on PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series. Bio Mutant on Nintendo Switch. Uh, Solium Infernum on PC. Uh, we have Tomb Raider 1 through 3 Remastered. On PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. Uh, Gunvolt Records, uh, Psychronicle. How do you pronounce that? Psychronicle. That's how you pronounce it. Uh, That's on uh, PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. Um, Let's see. We have Played Up on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. Um Spirit Hunter Death Mark 2 on PC Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 5. The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3 and The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 4 on PlayStation 5. Uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong on Nintendo Switch. Uh, we have Recolet on PC. Skull and Bones, that $70 quadruple-A game. Gotta go buy it on PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series. And that's it. I mean,
4: honestly, that's the only game you need, right? Quadruple-A. Can't argue with those facts. All right. Sorry, I was just reacting to the news and chat about the little football
1: game and realizing I'm going to have pissed off co-workers tomorrow. Fantastic. All right. Anyway, um, let's move on and talk about uh, what is happening in Japan and the releases there. Gunvolt Records Cy Chronicle? I think that's how you pronounce that. Regular and limited edition is coming out. I'm glad you had
3: as much trouble as I did. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, that, is co- that is an Inti Creates game. It'd be interesting there. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see what it is you kind of do in this game. Oh, it's like a music game. Well, it looks like it might be fun. Hmm. I'll check that out. Uh, also coming out, uh, we have The Legend of Heroes Trails Through Daybreak uh, on the Nintendo Switch. As well as Front Mission 2 getting a remake. Uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong also releases in Japan. Uh, hint, it's worldwide, on February 16th, just like it is releasing here. Checking out the PlayStation 5 for a minute. Uh, that same Gunvolt Records is coming out as well on PlayStation 5. And uh, Cyberpunk 2077 gets a Japanese release, uh multi-language. I think it's an Ultimate Edition, though, so I think this is a re-release, uh, also coming out this week. And hey, if you would like to get Skull and Bones, you want to uh, participate in the quadruple A madness guess what the regular and premium edition also headed to japan so you all you all don't get to miss out on paying way too much money for a live service game fun all right uh moving on dar sakura what's coming out in the uk
2: so on the 13th for playstation we have ultras deluxe edition um on playstation and xbox we have banishers ghosts of new eden On the same, for the same day, Skull and Bones Premium Edition. On the 14th, for Switch, we have Biomutant. On the 15th, for PlayStation and Xbox, we have Small Land Survive the Wilds. For PlayStation, we have Hubris. Uh, For Switch, we have Mario versus Donkey Kong. And uh, for uh, Xbox and PlayStation, we have, I guess, the standard version of Skull and Crossbones. It looks like a game exclusive. All right. Well,
1: with that, we are actually at the end of all of our scheduled stories tonight, so we'll open up the listener roundtable. If you have any questions in our chat or something you'd like for us to talk about, uh, put that on in over at twitch.tv slash VOG Network. I know we have less folks tonight than we usually do because, you know, there's yay sports going on on TV uh, or, as I like to say, yay appetizers and food. That's the best part of anything on this day is all the food that people make because people go crazy. Um, but also uh Bobby Blackwolf, of course, wasn't on tonight either. So it's just us holding it down here at Vogue Network. As a reminder, uh, we will be here next week. We will not be here in two weeks. And that was already planned and already factors into the April 14th equation for our thousandth episode. Um, that was the pre-planned uh week I'm gonna have off because I'm going to be on a cruise. As I've talked about before on the show, the Star Trek cruise. So won't be here that weekend. I know that's a very random weekend at the end of February, but um, life it happens and goes on. So I don't know if Dark Sakura will be streaming or something, or if Loki will be up to no good. Probably will. Uh, but yeah, that'll that'll be what's going on that night. Uh, be which
3: weekend was that again? Uh, uh, February, two
1: weeks? Yeah, in two weeks. So it would be actually. 25th. I think
3: we are. Doing a stream weekend. I think Channel 64 is doing a stream weekend that weekend anyways, but I oh. think it's on the Saturday. Convenient. Yeah.
1: Good. All right. Well, there's that. I will also invite you if you want to uh, join our Discord over at Vognetwork.com slash Discord. And if you want to give us a call, you can hop in the green room. Uh, which I think is still there. Oh, I didn't even see somebody waiting in there. I did not scroll down far enough on my computer what? to see if somebody's waiting. What?
2: There's nothing in the mailbox, so well yep. <laughs>
1: Not the sad music. Turn it off. Uh, participate at OrangeloungeRadio.com if you want to send us an email for a future week. Hey, but at least
4: we get to take a phone call. Let's do it. Hi, you are on Orange Lounge Radio. Who's this? Hola. You're on Orange Lounge Radio. Huh? Is that Rama?
5: I nobody. What the heck?
1: Can you hear us? Because we can hear you swearing over there. Uh-oh. His brain just I can't exploded. Believe,
5: I cannot hear anybody. What the heck is Hello? going on here? I, I, we can I, I hear am, you. I am so sorry, okay? No this is what happens can't when you watch anybody. sports ball. <laughs> I don't know what the heck's going on. I'm going to mess around with my settings. I, I, I honestly don't know. Get your thought out. There we your, go. Get your, there we go. I don't know what the heck is going on with my computer today.
1: Okay, yeah. Loki, and sa- again. Loki said this is what you get for watching sports. All right. I'm just kidding.
5: Well... <laughs> I'm only a sports fan when there are certain teams involved or just because that's all. That, that, that and you were I, down I, for the 40 Winers? I have a specific reason for that. Okay. Okay. A close friend of mine is because his father was a big 49ers fan and he lost his father a few years back. So I'm like a support bro for him.
2: Okay.
1: That's fair, oh. but I just want a chicken wing. All right.
2: Uh, <laughs> hey, I had I had spinach dip, and that
1: makes me happy. Uh, yeah, t- today is not it's not Super Bowl Sunday. It's National Seven Layer Bean Dip Day. Just so we're clear, oh, that is mean. what.
2: <laughs> all right, it's the Super Bowl when you eat yourself into a stupor.
1: Uh, all oh, good. All Lord. that crap aside, Rama, what is really on your mind tonight?
5: All right, I figured I'd call in and kind of give like a brief explanation about my cameo appearance, and I want to say something about microsoft and all of that
1: yes so. please first i want to explain for the podcast listeners rama has an amazing shirt on tonight it's a dr mario shirt and uh, the the he's holding his thumb up and he has this like a expression almost looks like fonzie from happy days yes i know that reference is dated but like dr mario is that it looks really good oh is it is it a house parody is that, or breaking yes it is oh it's a yes, house it parody that's what it is oh okay i get it now all right I'm a little slow, but thank you for explaining the joke to me. All right, Rama, you want to comment on your appearance on national television?
5: Yeah, and I, I want to say the anniversary of that taping is coming up in like three days. This all happened on Valentine's Day like six, seven years ago. I don't know exactly the date. Do
1: you know how many years hey. ago, here come my quoting Fingers, I was on Drag Race? Quoting Fingers? No, twelve years ago it was season four, and they're now on season sixteen.
5: The funny thing is, when when SG100 Matt posted the link, I'm sitting there thinking, I think it was season three, but I don't want to say I'm incorrect, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. To to summarize, a former friend asked me and a few others to travel out to Philly for the taping because she has these, she had these keloids on her ears and. Nobody wanted to touch them. Nobody. So she wrote to Dr. Pimple and hopes as to be the savior. And Dr. Lee is a good person, okay? Definitely. So she got picked and asked me and a couple of people. And I'm like, well, I'm still on Valentine's Day. I ain't going anywhere. I'll hop a Greyhound bus and go to Philly for today. Why not? And since they kind of themed it as we're all cosplayers hanging out and stuff like that. And that's what we did. I showed up as I, which is actually Luigi, but they had to put tape over to L so that the, they wouldn't get uh, C and D by Nintendo. Mm. If you look, if you watch the episode, you'll see me sitting there. And you'll see tape. over L like, like an eye.
1: That's really and sad, Don't watch I get the it.
2: clip, the clip version that's online. Cause it doesn't show you at all. Right. The, yeah. Watch it. Watch it on the app.
5: And, and that's all. It is I was just there as a, as a support friend. I'm just just agreeing along with everything. I think I said something, but probably got cut at the end. I can say that he had the surgery done, and it's been several years, and they have not grown back. That's actually
2: really good because keloids not are notorious for growing back.
1: So, what was the other yeah. topic you wanted to talk to us about tonight, Rama?
5: let's talk Microsoft for a second. I'm going to put this out there for those of you who don't know. I'm a former Microsoft employee. There are things that go along back there that do make sense, but at the same time does not. Now, I can say this. As long as there is Windows, there will be a Microsoft Surface. As long as there is a Game Pass, there will always be an Xbox. Everybody freaking out that Microsoft is going third... Does it matter if they do or not? It's not a big deal. There are people like me who have PlayStation for some games and Xbox for other games. And I know the whole thing. Why get an Xbox? You have a PC. I don't game on my PC outside of PSO2 New Genesis. My PC is a studio PC. for streaming and editing and all of that. And maybe a quick round of Pro Force, you know? I'm like that. I am not the only person. So, people need to chill and relax. And also, with Game Pass, Microsoft needs a platform to show what it can do. That's why there will always be an Xbox. And I know some people are thinking, you can do it on PC. No. The Surface is to show off what Windows can do. That's what that's for. That's part of the reason why Microsoft created Surface. That and they got kind of a little butthurt over apple and ipod and all that stuff which is understandable but is there is a game pass and is it... you know there's actually it's a big
1: there there is a big part of this that you bring up rama that i do kind of agree with when it comes to xbox is that i actually think you know and again it's it's really weird to talk about this because we just don't fucking know and and the news that comes out this next week might blow this whole thing up but my gut tells mm-hmm. me if nothing else That if Microsoft were to keep making consoles, they might lean into Series S and what that means. Because I I get this feeling that Series S may be coming through for them in a way that maybe X didn't quite do. And maybe Microsoft sees a way to sort of position a low-cost alternative device to the PlayStation 5. As something that can be like that gateway, especially when we're talking about video games are fucking expensive, especially then now you got quadruple a games coming out at a hundred dollar edition with extra shit. Maybe Microsoft wants Mm -hmm. to put something out there that is like, this is the cheap way to get into playing game pass games. And we've seen them kind of needle at this strategy before with the whole, Mm -hmm. like, remember when they were doing like cell phone style contracts, for an Xbox mm-hmm. Series S and two years of Game Pass, and then you get that mm-hmm. for the monthly fee and all that stuff. So I, right, right. I could see where maybe Microsoft and Xbox, maybe maybe they stop trying to push the limits of what is technically possible and all this, and they start to scale back to what is the low cost way to put gaming in every home. That I could see that being the strategy here.
5: And you're right. Now, part of the issue, without getting too technical, My favorite phrase. is that yes. The series s and x are the same but yet different you can't play an x game on the s unless it's from the cloud which makes sense but the, for some people playing in the cloud is slow and choppy which i get the coding behind the series s is slightly different from the x which is why developers have issues for doing stuff for the s and i do understand why it sells more because of the price point what Microsoft should do. Well, and
1: not everything else is on cloud. Actually, very little of it is. It just it runs things at lower resolutions and worse frame rate.
5: That's that too, basically yeah. what it is. What they should do: take the X. I'm just saying, remove the optical drive. You know, bring it down, take out a little bit of the memory, as and just kind of put it right in the middle, and it can still do something. There's that. I I I'm just saying what. What do I know? I'm just a hardware guy that deals with laptops. No, I
1: I think if you're to combine what I just said and what Mm -hmm. you just said, there is a very logical conclusion to be drawn here that maybe next week's announcement is the Xbox is about to disrupt this whole thing with a new console. And that console is what you just said. It's going to be a Series X power machine with a few of the things stripped out of it at the price of a Series S this far now.
5: That's right. They have
3: like, a, a digital only Series X coming out here pretty soon. They've already shown yeah, that.
5: Yeah. And it's supposed to be two terabytes. And mm-hmm. I know they upped the Series S with one terabyte. They announced that in black. And so many people are like, we didn't ask for this. We did not ask for this. Because as. That Series S is underpowered. I mean, it can't even play Xbox One X games properly because of the memory constraints, and that's sad.
4: Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see. But but again, yeah, it's like it's one
1: of these whole like I just I just got to wait like four or five more days, and mm-hmm. we'll finally have these answers, and we can actually have a conversation about is this really the disruption everyone's making it yeah. out to be, or is this not as, or it's okay. Microsoft's putting some of their games that didn't didn't do as well as expected the first time on the PS5 to try to find a new audience. Because keep in mind, that could just be what this is. Mm -hmm. That could just very well be what this is, is that it's just Microsoft is going to put their games on more platforms when they don't do well on Xbox out the gate.
5: That's all. Yeah. And again, you have the Microsoft fanboys losing their crap over it. The Sony fanboys losing their crap. I'm like, who hurt you? I mean, yeah, if it doesn't
3: cost a lot of money to port the game over, like, why wouldn't you want it on more platforms? Like, especially if it doesn't perform as well as you had hoped it would.
5: The issue is between that, those are people that are still pushing for a console war. There has not been a console war since Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis, and I will die on that damn hill. Well. <laughs> I I know. I know. There have been others, but I'm just saying They're... the most memorable one. I mean, there was a documentary about there it. It was the you know?
1: Dreamcast of the PS2, so bang.
5: <laughs> Fair. Fair. But, but one, it was, put out it was series different. It
1: was different than, like, it, than the full-page ads of De- Genesis does with Nintendo and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you that.
5: I mean, look. We're at the point where Nintendo is doing their thing. Sony is doing their thing. Microsoft is doing their thing. They're all being nice, nice on social media. They're not slandering each other. They're just being chills, like, from different tribes. You know, we're going to go do our thing. Meanwhile, you got yeah. people in the tribe trying to- Let them talk poking, shit about you know, each trying... other in
1: private behind each other's
5: back like normal people do. That's what the YouTubers are, but they just say <laughs> it out in public. And then I just have to hit an X on their channel because I'm like, I'm not dealing with you.
1: Uh, as I uh, thank you, you're following the, the request I put out earlier in the show. It is time to unsubscribe I was, dude, from these I dramatic was that people. Beforehand,
5: there was a couple yeah. of YouTubers that talk new, and I watch, and when they start kind of, I'm like, no, I, I'm not going to listen because I'm not going to like what you have to say. Some of them say some outlandish stuff. In a way, does make do sense. Rem- by the way, do you gonna-
1: remember years ago on this show, I used to say every week, and Dark Soccer did too and Loki did two, we always used to say, support independent broadcasting. And I do yeah. still feel that way. But as time is going on, and now this game, there is part of me that says, you know what? Maybe there's an asterisk next to that. <laughs> maybe, maybe there is an asterisk. Support professional independent broadcasting. I know that sounds weird. That sounds like a, but you know what I mean? Support no, no, mature. no, no. You,
5: you, you're right. Because, when you are a YouTube internet gaming journalist and you're promoting your episodes on Truth Social, I'm just going to oh. hit the X and just keep it walking. No ma'am, no ma'am,
1: no ma'am. In the words of the we great jazz, in the words of the great Jasmine
4: Masters, no ma'am, no ma'am. Yeah. yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: <sighs> Anyhow, uh, any other thoughts you want to bring to the table
1: tonight, Rama?
5: Remember that whole debacle about Ubisoft and gaming and licensing and stuff like that?
1: Yes, but quickly, SG100Matt says, support positivity, not toxicity. I love that uh, that angle I to like it. I like that, too. Support non-toxic independent broadcasting. Uh, it like see Sia Tabiri also phrased it this way. Support independent broadcasting, but use your sense, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Anyway, sorry, Rama.
5: All I'm gonna say is the same thing's happening with Funimation and Crunchyroll. And oh, if you kind of tune into our show I this week... I saw that beginning. drama. Drama. That's here's but but here's the thing: Funimation never sold digital anime. When you buy box sets, you get a voucher for the episodes that you bought so you can watch them online. Oh people are just mad. They have to get up and pull the disc off their shelf. Blow, blow the dust off the, box, off the case which, and put it in their console which and watch is, it. Which is
1: what they're Easy. saying they ought to be able to do <laughs> with having physical editions. Oh, that's really funny. I didn't even realize that. That is really, really funny. Still,
3: though, it's still a thing, though, because if you buy it with the expectation that you can do that, then you're still losing something. So regardless of whether it's you're purchasing it just digitally or not, you're still losing value from that. So it's still it's still not right. right. It's just stupid rights fighting. I don't know.
5: Valid point, but as per the EULA, you only own a license to view or watch it. But the fact of the matter is you may have lost a digital copy, but you still have a physical copy of it. And there are people, well, you know, hi, ho or, you know.
1: I don't know. I feel like between all this, the quadruple A games, the cloud, the... Uh, Zaslav writing off multi-million dollar movies and now netflix i i feel like the bubble is about to burst on all of this i realize that would require congress doing something which is near impossible but i'm really trying to hope that maybe some things will shift around in the next few years and the bubble is really going to burst on this shit because you know we're getting to the point where a lot of people that are lawmakers are people that grew up on video games we're not quite there Mm -hmm. yet because we got a lot of we got a lot of real old people still, but you know, it's coming, coming. where well, there's going to be people that understand this a lot better. They're going to start to, you know, kind of call these companies out on their bullshit. You already see actually, uh, what's his name, Joaquin Castro, I believe a representative from Texas, mm-hmm. already calling out Warner Brothers on this and this whole thing. So, yeah, so I,
5: I, gonna... I read about that a while back, and I, I without getting into deep. Because of what Warner Brothers did to the movie, it kind of, uh, we kind of feel that at, in my field of work, per se. Yeah. But again, I'm far up the ladder where if it was to be affected, I just see a raindrop come out the window. But, you know.
1: Well, plug your ears. I don't know, normally support piracy, but it's going to take one hero to knock Zaslav down a few pegs real quick by doing one simple, very illegal thing.
3: Yeah, but the, all the digital copies are watermarked and they'll be able to find out who did it, unfortunately. They're all digitally watermarked and there's no way to get rid of it. Harmful. But yeah, they should still release it or at the very least not allow them to just get a tax write-off from it because that's the American tax people are paying for that. So do something like... It, it's ridiculous that they get to work the system like this.
5: I'll say this much when it comes to piracy, and then I'm gonna get off and go do whatever I got to do. I got to play CF Stars. I was pro piracy across the board. Get it while you can, yah har har. But as I got older, I started talking to people in the industry, yeah. and I have a different view on it. Same, same. I look at it this way: if you cannot. Find it through normal means, and the price to acquire it is above your means. Do what you got to do, and I understand that.
1: Zen Monkey Eleven in chat says it's probably just a bad movie. Let them keep it hidden. Hidden. You know, you may not be wrong.
3: However,
2: you are. Some of us like bad movies,
3: and you're
5: all. We all see Showgirls, right? How would we know?
3: How would he know it's a bad movie? He allegedly hasn't watched it yet before it's canceled. So how how would we know it's a bad movie if it hasn't been viewed by the person that's canceling it? Here's my response to that comment: is is you
1: respectfully are forgetting one of the core elements of humanity. People want what they cannot have.
3: That's what it's about. And they have the opportunity too. Like if it was a bad movie, like here's the thing that doesn't make any sense. They're 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 writing it off for like $30 million out of a $70 million um, cost for the movie. And yet I think Paramount was willing to pay them the more than the amount that they would have been able to write it off for. It's like, why not just do that? Then you can also get residuals from it as well. How much did they fucking lose
1: on Waterworld all those years ago? Well,
3: it's, it's because they want to, they want to stop, paying the residuals for like people that's why they got rid of all the discovery programs because they didn't want to pay those people the residual money for airing those on the those networks so it's just you just need the ceos need to be fired anyway out of a cannon into a solid wall
1: (laughs) thank you so much for your positive and impactful call into the program uh Please, a quick plug for Anime Jam Session, because I'm sure there's more people that want to talk about this Funimation and Crunchyroll stuff. Uh, Tell us all about it, please.
5: Oh, we will. We're going to be talking about that. There has been some cosplay drama in the world that I have to talk about because I know the people involved. I'm trying to simmer it out. We got that and a whole lot more over at AnimeJamSession.com. Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on Twitch TV slash session. Proud to be part of the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com.
1: I love that elevator pitch, and it's always great to have you as a part of the network. Rami, you have a wonderful, fantastic night, and we'll talk to you soon.
5: You got it. And by the way, I learned that from you.
1: Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye, my friend. All right. Bye. Uh, what a pal. All right, All right. Now
5: my brain is going, I learned it from watching
4: you. <laughs>
1: All right. Um, I think that is about it. Actually, let me check in with Loki real quick just to make sure we don't have any last-minute stories from Loki.
3: No, I was, was going to ask you, though. Have you seen the Doctor Who The Giggle yet?
2: Was that the I special? I haven't seen it yet. The, no, I have That's, seen the, yet. One, I that's also...
3: the one with Neil Patrick Harris playing the Toymaker? Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't seen I've it yet. I
2: missed that one, but I, I need to go back and see it. I saw the one before that that was based off of the 1981 uh, comic.
3: There is a, a a music number in that episode where he dances to spice up your life. At the very yeah. least, you should look up nice. the clip online. Nice. Have to He's so up. good
2: in everything he does.
3: He is absolutely amazing.
1: All right. Well, on that note, we are going to wrap things up for the night. Thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. Even with a big football game on TV, y'all made time for us, and we appreciate it. And hey, if you listen to us throughout the week on the podcast feed, we... Excuse me. We appreciate that too. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed what you heard here at Orange Lodge Radio, tell a friend or two about the show. Help us spread the word. We are the show where every gamer has a voice. We need more voices to put out on air. A nice five-star review uh, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you found this show goes an awful long way as well. Thank you all so much for your continued support. It means everything. Uh, Let's wrap it up with some final thoughts and all that good stuff. Dark Soccer, I will start with you because I know you are going to be off and streaming some dead by daylight are you doing more lights out tonight or
2: yeah i think i am because i want to finish the the brief tome um so i might i might do killer i might do survivor we'll see but it's probably going to be be killer because i want to try out legion
1: right. i think well, have fun.
2: um but yeah um and i'm gonna get on my pajamas
1: play a stealth killer for me like a myers or a um... i
2: play pig
1: Oh, yeah, I guess Pig Stealth, yeah. Well, if you're
2: gonna, Let me know if you're I'll in see. there, and I'll switch to, to Myers for you, okay? I'll
1: probably lurk, but we'll see.
2: Just let me know that you're around. Okay, you all right. all right, have a all good right. one. Later, Taters, and remember, fact check all the things.
1: All right, take care. Stop guys,
2: regurgitating the shit other people say. <laughs> have a
1: good night. All right, bye. Um, with that, I guess we go to you, Loki, with your final thought tonight.
3: Uh, My final thought is uh, I'm super excited that uh, Dropouts uh, Game Changer Season 6 is starting tomorrow. Freaking love that streaming service, but Game Changer is amazing. All right.
1: My final thought is I want to shout out the Scream Queens Gorlesque here locally, the burlesque troupe I work with in Variety for an amazing show last night, Uh, and uh, shout out to Amber Sweets uh, Rocky Horror cast for the show they're going to put on this weekend uh had some great had a great show last night and looking forward to a great show this weekend been uh loving the stage events here in Sac so uh yeah that's that's my final thought it's 2024 thriving so far uh we hope you all are too have a great week we will be back in 7 days and i can i guarantee well i don't guarantee i shouldn't guarantee anything but it's adding up to look a lot like We're going to have an awful lot to discuss next week. So be here early. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.
0: You've been listening to Orange Lounge Radio. Orange Lounge Radio is a production of OLR Studios. To join us for our live show, tune into vognetwork.com Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. The views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff of Orange Lounge Radio nor VOG Network, but you know they were all still true.